molestando con una vipa, me pregunta si te quiero, yo te digo que no estoy lista y no quiero comenzar, no hay nada que empezar, yo te dejaré atrás. What is up everybody, it is your boy Luis Martinez, aka Big Chief Burrito, and this episode of Mi Gente Show is called More Drama for Your Mama. Um, we are doing a cheese episode. Sophia and I dove into a couple of the controversies happening at the time that we were recording this, namely the Jonah Hill bad boyfriend. Is he a misogynist? Is he a kid with a lot of money with a therapist that's enabling bad behavior? Um, and we kind of dove into that whole question. Sophia also gets a chance to do a deeper dive into the Miranda Sings apology as she was a original Miranda Sings fans. So she gives us her take on that. And then we talk about a lot of other things that were happening during the week, including pearly things and um, some other Instagram accounts that we like to follow and kind of the things that are going on on the interwebs these days. It is just a Chisme episode. We know you guys like a mix of both Chisme and interviews from time to time. So this is just Sophia and I getting down and diving deep into the Jonah Hill and to the Miranda Singh situation. So hope you enjoy this episode. Hope you guys continue to enjoy our episodes. Let us know what you think. Make sure you're following us at Mijente Show everywhere you get your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter needs. And if you're on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Mijente Show and youtube.com slash 2AM Burrito to keep up with us and get notified when we go live. Thank you as always. And you know what? Enjoy the pod. I can hear it before we enter. You can hear it? What would you hear? Like, <laughs> what is up, mi gente? This is your boy, Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito. With that, Sofia Carr underscore, my co-host. That's me. Uh, live and direct, live and alive on a Tuesday in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Finally, finally starting to feel like the summer here in Southern, Southern California. It's hot. It's hot. And uh, me at the show is going to be live today, uh, catching up with all the chisme, all the drama of the last couple of weeks. We've had guests on. We were on vacation. Um, no guests today. No. Yes, it, unless, you know, let I me mean, no, no, no guests today. Uh, <laughs> Not just, that I know of. <laughs> just, just uh, you know, shit happens with us sometimes. People will be like, I love it, though. We had some surprise guests last time. It was, a, it was a full house. It was It was a whole party. I loved it. Uh, yeah, no, it is, it is an interesting, it is an interesting situation where we have sort of an open panel, which I like, you know, and it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of Latino excellence on the screen and on the, and on the pod last week. It was like, you know, we had filmmakers, we had you, we had Rosa, we had me, and then Polly. So it was good. (laughs) The lovely, amazing, beautiful Polly. Yes. (laughs) All right. So let's start with, uh, personal news. Anything that's going on with you, Sophia, that we should know about? Uh, my team has been getting better. We still lost this last Sunday, but, but we did not lose to double digits. We made a good amount of scores and we played pretty damn well. So very proud of that. The fact that you um, said a good amount of scores is also very concerning that you speak of. <laughs> because we lost a game that was like 10 to zero. 
We did good at the sports ball. We did good at the sports thing, which, you know, yay lesbians. We should be. We're we're getting there. We're new. We're new. It's fine. Be nice to us, okay? That that Birkenstock sponsorship is right around the corner. Right around the corner. I cannot wait. That is, yeah, that's my life purpose. Uh, So there's that. Uh, Super. Four lesbians, my lesbians. That would be a dream, wouldn't it? Wow. What's the big lesbian brands? Subaru for sure. Um, I don't know. Oh, wow, I immediately went to like Lilo, Adam and Eve, which is like sex toys, which it doesn't have to be that. Uh, uh, Birkenstocks would be one. Birkenstocks. What else? What else? U-Haul. There's U-Haul, U-Haul definitely. We own U-Haul. <laughs> we keep U-Haul in business. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. My brain went to inappropriate with that one. Kikalaka. North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. All right. Enslaved by vegetables. But yeah, on that note, it's Pride Weekend this week in San Diego. We do it a little later than Los Angeles. So this weekend is going to be a lot of a lot of stuff. If you want to catch me, I will be at Queer Girl on Friday night. I'll be at the parade Saturday and then the pool party. Les in Wonderland. Waterland. There's a pool whatever. party. There's a pool party on Sunday. <clears throat> I will be I will be there. Some of the reality show girls are going to be there. So if you want to come uh, meet me, meet the cast come through oh there's oh. a guide yes there's a guide to attending a pride event yeah it's pretty much i feel like the whole week there's something like there was she fest going on earlier last week um there's the block party that i seem to always miss every year <laughs> but i eventually someday want to go um yeah there's just a lot going on there's a lot going on so i signed up for all the lesbian stuff this weekend yeah. All right. well, Except Saturday night. I'm not gonna be partying on Saturday night. So this is this weekend, right? Yeah, this weekend. And then next weekend is Comic Con. So it's like back to back action in San Diego. Yes. Yeah. Nice, that's nice. Good. Yeah. I guess that's that's basically what's happening with me is uh uh Comic Con next week. Mm-hmm. Seeing how um I'm a professional in the industry. Uh, and I have to have a so, but then I have to requalify this year, so I have to get my IMDb stuff ready. You know, I, I should. To... What are the qualifications? Because I need to requalify, and I don't know that I can. I let it expire. I'm so sorry. I messed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a. It changes from year to year. Um, it just it just makes um, sense based on how the demographics and stuff change and, and whatnot um so it's kind of like a gotcha thing but usually it's, it. it comes down to like imdb credits um so make sure you have any recent ones updated and then um your personal pages and stuff you know they, they like to see who's there and anything anything that skews towards either comics or uh superhero stuff or, or thing that's more along their sci-fi like, yeah I, yeah, I think Alien Story is what's gotten us for a lot. Well, we need to start shooting the second one. Come on, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> Soon? Soon? How's it going? Uh, yes, you should chase it. You should! Kurt, I was saying that earlier. I was, like, posting on Instagram. And um, so, fun fact, Enslaved by Vegetables is Kurt, who wrote the theme song to Mi Gente Show. Um, or created it, because yeah. I think it's from a... It's from a he created it from an existing audio, like a like a public free to use audio track, and then he added the stuff to it. He added stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. honey, I, loves I believe it. so. I believe honey so. Honey loves it. But it's got a weird name. 
Well, I think the name is just like, where a intro, where am I? It's just like a, it's just intro, you know? So I was like, if you want to change it to me and the show, we won't mind. And then we can post it and then get more downloads and people can be more exposed to his music. Obviously. Boom. There you go. It's a great song, by the way. I have it in my Spotify. And like, whenever it comes up in my, um, in my playlist, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Tra, tra, tra. It's so we good. vibing. We vibing. It's so good. But uh, personal news for you. Well, do you want to start off with what we did earlier in the week with uh, the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can I can actually pull up some pictures and stuff so we can show up. We went we had a we had a uh, co-host outing. We have uh, tickets courtesy of Uniradio, who um, my older brother works for, and he sends me tickets every year to the Mets game because I'm a out of towner. Uh, so mm-hmm. I like to go at least to one baseball game to see the Mets every year. Usually they lose. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: They did lose they this did year. Lose. <laughs> they did lose this year. Well, that one guy made a that noob. He made a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He made Francisco the one point. Is the, the catcher, uh, our rookie catcher. He's a fucking mm-hmm. little beast. Uh, he he did really well. Um, so uh, it's a bit of a San Diego minute, but we started off at uh, Border X Brewing. Got to check. Uh, got to hang out with uh, David Favela. Shout out David, uh, who is the uh, founder of Border X Brewer. Um, who had his brew house he also yeah, uh, we've had, he was on a show and he also works with uh startups in uh tech space and nonprofit space uh specifically for marginalized communities people of color etc he helps them uh, set up their pitch decks and and helps them uh, navigate the process of looking for funding um so he's a really cool guy uh that's yeah. him right there we yeah. had we had a drink there uh, we got uh, to, to see Saul, uh, who does who does uh, music all over the place. He was everywhere. He was he was doing music in the front, in the back, and then I saw him the the next day at the um, at Mello's uh, Frida event. Um, oh really? Wow. Yeah, there was another Frida event the next Sunday, and he was also there. Uh, so shout out Saul. We we got on his laptop, which was an honor, of course. Right. There was a Frida. There was a Frida event that Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw uh, an artist friend Inez who was exhibiting there, and we got to see the, the people from Chingonas. Inez. And then Chingonas SD. Yes. They were amazing. They were yeah, amazing. Exactly. Oh, I need to put their sticker on my laptop as well. I got. I got the sticker right here. Yeah, I should have brought it. Uh, and uh, hey, you know what? Honestly, the more I looked at this picture because it was backlit, I, I really, I did like it. I like this picture. Yeah, I was gonna say I took a backlit one and I took one that was beautifully lit, and you use the backlit one. I have I use both in different places, but I did I did like I do like the way this sort of looks. Yeah, do, it looks like grainy, looks, like an old film. Like I don't. It know. looks grainy. It's got the backlit. You know. Yeah. I, you know. I like I, still, it. I like. I do like this picture. Yeah. Uh, Barrio dog was a big oh. fucking thing. Barrio dog was insane. Those hot dogs are incredible. You know. So shout out. Ernie and the crew right there, Barrio Dog. Hopefully, we'll have somebody on from the show at some point, uh, from their team on at point. Uh, we put up some Mijenta stickers there around the Barrio. There's Sophia causing mayhem, and then yeah. we eventually we got to the baseball game uh, where where they lost. Honey has a zoomie. Sorry, I'm gonna mute myself real quick. But yeah, that was that was basically our day in San Diego in the Barrio. Hung out, um, you know, did the did the whole nine was great time it was a good outing for the mi gente show crew Ooh, yes 
we call it like what, like team, a team building. building. What is, yeah, <laughs> team, team building <laughs> exercise. Like, well, I guess now that we're co-hosts and working together, this is a team uh, building exercise. I mean, we would have gone. We would have hung out. <laughs> that would have just been us hanging out. It would, normal. It would have been just a, a normal, normal thing, life. but we could we can write it off as a team building. That's a, yes, for, exactly. for tax purposes. It was a team building <laughs> corporate event for us. Exactly. All right. Um. Uh, but yeah. So and then yeah, the only but the personal stuff is we're getting uh, close to Comic Con next week. So I'm just sort of making my schedule. Um. Next week, we will. I am going to try to book a couple of local artists that will be at Comic Con for a small Comic Con preview. Ooh. Uh, because Comic Con starts Wednesday night with preview night. So, Tuesday, yeah. next Tuesday show, I'll try to get us a couple of people that are uh, local artists um, or people um, that are part of the Comic Con scene so they can give us a little insight of what's happening both inside and outside the convention center. Okay. It's going to be a weird. It's going to go right up against the possible uh, SAG strike. So it's sort of been wait and see. A lot of major studios like DC, MCU, like Netflix, a lot of studios and a lot of big production companies didn't send uh, event staff and anything to Comic-Con this year. Um, That's the initial thing. And then since San Diego is, um, is, is is a SAG town, but very small, there is some SAG work that happens here, but not a ton. It's not like there's a bunch of uh, um, picketing anywhere in San Diego, as there is in LA and New York right now. So I mm-hmm. think there was a thought that they maybe they would do some picketing at Comic-Con, which is an event um, where they can sort of get some publicity and disrupt. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think right now there's this negotiation back and forth, whether or not they're extending the SAG negotiations. And if they don't, the actors, there's not going to be a lot of celebrities and stuff because they're not going to be able, they're not going to be able to come promote the stuff that's already out there. The writers Mm -hmm. already are not going to be there. And there's also also some actors that don't want to cross the picket line if it's happening. So it'll be a weird year. It might be a year for just kind of discovering, but there's still going to be so much fun stuff happening that I'm still going to be there every day. The parties will be cool. We might not be as much people watching as there's normally, uh, but I do believe that it's going to be a cool, cool event. Unless it's Comic-Con, it's there. Of course. Where I'm going to walk 20,000 steps every day. It'll be fun. (laughs) How do you how do you feel uh, just from a moral perspective? Like, do you feel like going to Comic-Con is like a bad thing to do with the WGA strikes? Or do you think that it's like, uh, I don't know. What What's your take? You're asking me if I'm going to cross the picket lines if they have them there? Um, no, the thing is, like, is Comic-Con directly involved? Like, I don't I, I wouldn't necessarily say like how is it gonna well you know what i mean i'm kind of more intrigued if anything to see how things work out if anything it'll be like a throwback to previous comic cons Mm -hmm. because comic con was always about a comic book convention uh niche genre conventions anime a bunch of stuff gets there there's a lot of vendors that go there a lot of independent artists like for example um like the stuff that's uh, that's uh, behind the mihenta show t-shirt like that artist i get something from them every year that i go yeah um and they're just independent artists there's also independent comic book artists like andy uh dukelith and her team beth akomando is going to be there she's going to be doing stuff because she works with the comic-con museum that preserves a legacy uh keith and jones who's always commenting and who's been on the show before he's gonna i don't think he's exhibiting this year but there's a lot of people that are going that speak more to the core of what comic-con has always been and over the last several years 
it became what's the big movie that's dropping their trailer? What's the sneak peek that's happening? Sophia's getting ransacked by dogs over there. Uh, <laughs> you need to dose them, <laughs> dose them bitches up with some she CBD. Has the zoomies right now. <laughs> you, sh- you should see her. She's like destroying everything. If that ring light falls, oh my gosh, she's that's right. All them, all them. Yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah, it, it it might be a throwback to previous when Comic Con started. Is it more focused on comics and on independent artists as opposed to just oh a venue God. for people to be like, oh, the Blue Beetle trailer, this trailer, Willy Wonka trailer, etc. All these other things might be dropping, um, and, ex- and Comic Con exclusives and buying stuff. So I think it'll be super interesting to see how it does compare to previous years and what the vibe is. But I, I'll still have a bunch of friends that I'm going with, hopefully. Um, and we'll still have fun and there'll still be tons of after parties. So we'll get after it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also Comic-Con, it has a lot to do with like video games and just like unrelated stuff to writers as well. Like I remember I used to always like to go to the Magic of the Gathering area. Yeah. A lot of nerd stuff. It's Nerdicon. It seems it seems a bit unrelated, but so, it's yeah. like so understandably a, linked. So. Yeah, there's a there's a there's definitely a few panels. Oh, uh, we have um, an artist friend that has a panel, uh, Jose, who actually did the music to Alien Story. He did the uh, the intro music. Um, he might be on a show Tuesday or we might do a segment with him. He's on several panels. Uh, Andy's on a panel. So there's a bunch of stuff that you need. Danny Fernandez, uh, the, the activist, uh, she's going to be on several panels. So there's a ton of people. There's a ton of stuff that I want to see for sure. That's going to be happening though. So either way, I'm going to be around there. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be cosplaying or anything cause it's going to be too hot, but we'll be around. We'll be in the mix. We'll be in the mix. Yeah. All right. Salud. What? Gracias. I muted myself right on time, I think. <laughs> no, we got no I didn't. Oh, darn. We got a little bit. We got a little bit. <sighs> um, but anyway, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of interviews and stuff recently. Um, yesterday, last week specifically, we had Ken Castillo on. Uh, Rosa stopped by. Polly stopped by. And we didn't really get a chance to dive into some of the uh, sort of big issues that we had. So that's what this episode is going to be about. We're going to be just sort of doing a little bit of a deep dive and just into all the tabs that I have saved um, Mm -hmm. without having to worry about, you know, um, people coming on the show and et cetera. So, yeah, yeah. so it'll be all the drama. (laughs) It's going to be essentially uh, an extended, uh, an extended uh, tea and hellscape watch. I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready? Are you ready for, for watching of the hellscapes? Oh, man. As ready as I'm going to be. Takes a shot. Uh, takes t- takes a shot. You don't know what's in here. You don't care. It's fine. Nobody cares. You're going to be fine. It's you're going to be fine. It's coffee, it's gonna, darling. You're going to be fine. It's coffee. I got coffee. And, and it's the time of the year where the nighttime coffee has officially become uh, iced coffee. Oh, so, yes, it is. So... so and it's getting close to morning iced coffee, too, because I have coffee first thing in the morning when I wake up, and it's usually hot. But July, August, I'm like, I make sure I got ice cubes so I can ice that bitch up. You know? Yep, it's getting there. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's iced coffee season, which for white girls is all year round. So let's get okay. into it.
the coffee. This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Uh, I had mentioned this to you. This is just really, let me knock this out of the way because we had this uh, San Diego thing that was happening. I mentioned this to you. Um, why did my screen share go away? Give me a second. Take your time. Take your time. So uh, this is what I was talking about. Billionaire Stan Kroenke uh, takes control of Midway Rising Development. He uh -huh. is the owner of uh, the Denver Nuggets and I think the Los Angeles Rams. And uh -huh. they're going to be the ones that are taking over the sports arena development. Um, so they, uh, they're, they're going to be in chief investor for a massive redevelopment of San Diego sports arena site known as Midway Rising. Uh, Cranky owns the Los Angeles Rams and Denver Nuggets. Um, professional football and basketball team will be the main investment in repurposing the 48.5 acre site, which will, be, which will become the home to an estimated 4,200 uh, 4, residential housing units, as well as a new indoor sports arena. Oh. So uh, the transition, blah, blah, blah. So they're spending a bunch of money there. And um, they, I don't know if this, this is, is this a preview. Housing unit next to the sports arena. What? Well, they're going to redevelop the entire sports arena area. It's forty oh, acres. Okay. So basically, anytime that they do redevelopment, they always do like you know. Um, so the way they're evangeling is a new um, sports arena. The reason this is a big deal is because San Diego doesn't really have a major top level indoor sports arena yeah we they had the the that place in the sports arena forever <laughs> back in the day and yeah. the clippers and other teams played there and it's just a very old school arena and the, the teams that played there always moved the san diego goals play there so mm -hmm. this opens it up for the possibility that that San Diego might get a you know an expansion basketball team, uh, a hockey team, oh my goodness, a pro hockey team at some point, you know, because we only have uh, we only have baseball right now, right? Football left, um, basketball left several decades ago, yeah. uh, so now it's basically just baseball, and we're getting a soccer team pretty soon, which will be cool. It'll be the first San Diego sports team that I that I openly root for. Nice. Um, and uh, but that's kind of what I wanted to, to touch base. Just that's the the guy. They said we got a billionaire that owner of the Rams is going to be investing in San Diego. San Diego's already so expensive. Can we stop? I mean, but also yay progress. Whatever teams, yay sports. <laughs> maybe they can play so uh, uh, kickball. In yeah, yeah. Maybe they can play kickball. <laughs> I'll never make it. Uh, but what has me uh, intrigued, I guess, is the housing. So it's going to be like also apartments or maybe like a resort, maybe like because they're already doing the resort slash condos here in the south, right? Which Everything's going to have condos. Everything's going to have condos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, all, it's all about the affordable housing. Affordable housing. That nobody can afford. <laughs> exactly. It will continue to get more, uh, more, more, more expensive here. Absolutely. I'm, I'm moving to Texas. All right. Uh, ugh. I know. I Look, know. I grew up in Texas when I was a kid, and uh, it's a beautiful place, and it's awesome. But I don't know. I couldn't see myself going to a state where weed isn't legal. Honestly, it's still that, not legal. That was, that's me. Yeah, enough. Really? Nope. With a place like Austin, I would assume. No. Maybe in Austin is a little bit more relaxed, and Austin's kind of like a like a little thing in the middle. Little blue. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, 
Unless they turn it blue without all the gerrymandering and shit. That with they this do. many, with this amount of Californians that are moving to Texas, I feel like, you know, it Sometimes might go blue someday. They're bad. They're like, keep California, they're like, keep California out of Texas. Is well, then keep the rent low and then the Californians will stick around. True. That is true. That is very true. All One right. thing leads to the next. Okay. So I'll let you pick where we start off. We got, um, okay. we got three major SCOTUS decisions. We Ooh. have politics. We have Jonah Hill. We have Miranda Sings. We have Pearly Things. Uh, I would say let's start with Jonah. Go to one SCOTUS. <laughs> Divide the SCOTUS. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start with we're gonna start with Jonah. All right. Yeah, Jonah, Colleen, Pearly Things with the SCOTUS in between. <laughs> All right, got it. Okay, let's start off with Jonah Hill. All right. So for anybody unfamiliar with what's happening. Uh, Jonah Hill, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, accuses him of emotional abuse via via text. Mm -hmm. So the text that started this all off was uh, the following. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're broke. They've been here's let's give it a little context. They've been broken up for a while. And Jonah Hill has a kid now with his new with his new lady. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is. This is tinged with a little like, oh, I just I just want to expose abusers and and stuff like that. But it does have a little bit of a of a woman scorn sort of angle to it. Yeah. However, the main thing is the story that she phoned, which is a a text message you got from Jonah that read as follows. Mm -hmm. Now, Jonah met her and she was a surfing instructor. Okay, and a model. He slid mm-hmm. into her DMs. What's up, you a cute surfer chick? I'm Jonah Hill. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Get it going, right? And this is a message that he sent her, I guess, after they had been in a relationship for a while. Plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures. Friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. Mm -hmm. Uh, My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. So that was that was step one. What was your initial what was your initial reaction to that? Um, I think he's using the word boundaries very incorrectly. I think I understand someone having preferences. I would like for my partner to have certain standards in certain scenarios. But when it comes to what they're wearing, I find it incredibly telling about his uh, inadequacies and less about her. That's my take. Now, depending on where the the my interest the interesting part about this to me is Milo, shut the fuck up. My interesting boundaries, my interesting, my interesting. Milo has a lot to say on this. Hell hath no fury like a Milo scorn. Like a Milo scorn. Right. <laughs> so, what I find interesting is that based on where you're getting the news, uh, like for example, this this person was like, you know, he's got to hold this L, you know. Uh, and it was, uh, but some, but sometimes it's an interesting conversation. I think the conversation that starts really interesting, for example, Analidia 
who's uh, somebody that I've had on the show, she said he said he, what he wanted. He wasn't an ass about it, and she has the option to decrease him move up. So, okay, that's mm-hmm. a woman that's taking sort of his side. Absolutely. Um, another picture she wrote. This is this is a pic that I took down by request of, of a misogynist narcissist. This was her. Um, then, for example, uh, if you follow something like Daily Loud, the comments were like, man sets boundaries and communicates clearly, disgruntled ex-girlfriend, emotional abuse. Uh, uh. I mean, it does seem a bit restrictive, but he did denote that these are his boundaries. So honestly, why dredge it up now? W, Jonah Hill, L, whoever this chick is, seems pretty reasonable to me. The man kept it 100 and now it looks weird. He's on a roller coaster, whatever it was, just do right, uh, you know. Uh, I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. So here's the thing. Both of, the, both of these things, people don't have to be so reactive and so angry because he. there were no crimes committed. And then also using the words narcissist and misogynistic is like very, it, it's, it, it's very, it's a lot. It has a lot of weight and I wish people didn't overuse it because he didn't show necessarily a misogynistic take. Mis- like people need to use words correctly. He did not show boundaries. He also didn't show narcissism or misogyny. Stop using these, psych- as someone who studied psychology, you guys, get a DSM-5, read the definition, and then you can use the, def- the words freely. But this whole like using psychological rhetoric to validate your point when you're misusing it is very infuriating as someone who studied the shit, okay? It's really stupid and you all look really stupid and you look like children. This is why. I understand that people can have preferences. I like my the people that I date to be a certain height, look, feel, I like how people dress, you know, whatever, right, as well. But the problem that people are missing is that it wasn't the fact that he has these preferences because he did word it in a very nice manner. He didn't say, bitch, take that shit off. Like, you know, like he he worded it in a very, but that also doesn't give him the right to tell someone what to do. It's okay if that's your preference. It's okay if she says no. It also doesn't give her the right to come at him because it does seem like you're clout chasing at this point because he has a baby with someone else and he's in a happy relationship. And so both these, both things are not mutually exclusive. And I think that people are getting really like angry towards one side or the other, forgetting that both are wrong. He's not a misogynist narcissist from the behavior that I've seen. He just seems really insecure and he seems like his ego is shattered and he needs validation from, or the validation of keeping his women as property, which, you know, he never said any of these words. I'm saying, I'm saying it based on his behavior. He just likes to, for his women to be covered up, which says a lot about a person, but I'm not here to psychoanalyze him. I don't like that she did this after the fact when he's in a happy relationship, just had a baby. And then also for her to be using words like misogynist narcissist. That makes me all very uncomfortable. And I think both of them are extremely wrong. All right, let's keep, <laughs> let's keep it going. Let's uh, keep it going. Uh, she posted, uh, this is a warning to all you girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Love y'all. Call me if you need an ear. Uh, number three, remove not the video yet. It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? Yes. One that isn't of your ass in a thong, not a thong, but okay. And as far as other pictures, you in a bathing suit surfing or not, uh, I'm done. There's tons. I'm just going back to test month. So he was going back into like her IG and they were having this back and forth. Also. It, uh, it's worth to note that she works as like a surfer. She's a surfer in a model. So, like those pictures are not like you know, like not that it matters regardless of whether she just wanted to show off her body or not. But like that's also her profession, and she's surfing. 
All right, so this is the this is where they started talking. So when he hit her up first, this was a picture that was that he was responding to, which is her on a surfboard with her. Ass. Oh, you liked it at first! Wow. How you doing? Good. I want to see you. Okay. Um, this is another thing she posted. You're right. We can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give regard to our relationship. I have been as vulnerable as possible, and I'm telling you, needing you to step up to the plate, which you can, I am sure of it, but these losers don't get your time if you want me straight up. It's consideration. I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well, and your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. I have my own issues that I own. If you want marriage and family, you can't use the 25 card step up and cut shit. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifice. But do you uh, see the isolation? Do you see the, like, fa- the like your mind? like thing about like it's just it says a lot about his psyche and it says a lot that he's throwing out a lot of um he's throwing out a lot of like buzzwords and like a lot of psycho psycho babble yeah to make that it makes seem it like seem it's a mature like, adult decision and i'm just making the right choice and i don't know how like no sir you're being very egotistical and like it's it, it just screams insecurity and i feel like that says more about him he's in these therapy <laughs> I think he's in therapy, but he's basically oh, he's he's in therapy, but he's he's sort of and he's I think I heard a, it. Yeah. No, he, he's with a therapist that's very, very much validating like his things. And I think my my main takeaway, not other than the fact that okay, so for example, somebody said this like fucking this. Would it be acceptable for Jonah Hill's ex to tell him he can't act in any more movies with women, take a shirt off, or pose for sexy pictures? No, it wouldn't be acceptable. Okay, then the opposite is true too. Uh, we had somebody that we know very closely who had a uh, who had a uh, I would say I wouldn't say abusive but I would say manipulative girlfriend who told him he couldn't make out with people in movies and stuff like that and I had to like rewrite stuff so that it wouldn't be sexual because he's like oh my girlfriend's gonna get me in trouble so I understand that it can go both ways that's not that's not boundaries that's control. Mm-hmm. I think absolutely the, the one part where he's the I think you can't give him shit for is boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men that means don't fuck other people right obviously yeah. we can agree on that uh that's kind of like a giving friendship with them ho ass friends of yours that take you to the club right he doesn't like, want that what what is that okay Ah, oh, Jesus. Well, I think that's something that's going to come up in any like, oh, I'm going out for ladies nights and your girl is dressed up like super sexy. That's kind of like a, a meme at this point. Yeah, but that's also where like where respect and trust come in. I understand that like we all have like, you know, everyone has their jealous, fragile ego mm-hmm. moments. But you need to the thing about that is that it's not on your partner to protect your ego if it's that fragile. All right. Like. It's up to you to do that work. It's up to you to figure out, like, because you're not going to control them. You just, you can't. That's a that's a shitty thing to do. I'm assuming he does that with his current partner. I'm assuming he does that and he just feels like a lot of men in the manosphere, like a woman should be submissive and be controlled by their man. But the thing is, that's not a healthy relationship. It just isn't. And the whole comparison to like, what? how would he feel if like she said, don't take your shirt off in a comedy? Like, yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing. You're literally trying to control her behavior, and what's worse, it's in her career. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Listen, man, that's like the people that are like, I would never date an OnlyFans girl, and it's like, well, is there any then it's only? Not for you. <laughs> is there any? Are there are there any OnlyFans girls that are like actively trying to date you? Like, yeah, probably not. 
profit. And that's yeah, and that's totally okay. Like it's okay. The thing that gets me is that it's okay for him to 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 have these standards and to say I'm not going to date someone who does that on Instagram. Just break up with her. Yeah. Like you don't or have don't to reach out to her in the first place because you were it's, obviously because you already knew her. exactly. So you you throw it out there once. If, and then you and then you dump them like I'm sorry you can't be playing victim and then trying to continuously control them and then getting mad at them or aggressive or even verbally abusive like just because they can't be controlled to whatever standards you are at the end of the day you end up looking like the dumbass I mean yeah she looks petty but he looks very she looks very he looks petty. he looks <laughs> yeah she looks petty but he also looks very very insecure and it's and egotistical it's just it's scary it reminds me of the Kiki Palmer story. Did you did you hear about Kiki yeah, Palmer? Yeah, we have that. We have that queued up. Okay, well. okay. Because I feel like these two men should go get a no. They shouldn't go get a beer. Let's not empower them. But I'm just saying they're on the same they're on the same tiny dick complex. Like they're just so scared of an empowered woman. It's like, dude, just I don't know. It, it baffles me. It really does. And it's not only men. Like, I don't want to sit here and people think that I'm shitting on men and that they're the only ones that could have fragile egos. Women can do this as well. In the gay community, it happens a lot with uh, lesbians ganging up on bisexuals because they just feel so insecure that they might go with a man. Um, Or even, like, in lesbians, just lesbian community, like, femmes feeling insecure because, like, they might go with a their part their femme partner might go with a mask lesbian like it, at the end of the day it's like a lot to do with how society sees and values masculinity and it does make for fragile egos especially when it comes to just wanting to control women and their actions the thing is and you'll see it on the reality show if you watch episode i don't know when it was four or five but we talk about that like why is it we need to look internally why is it that as a ma- maybe like a masked lesbian dating a femme, if they say they're bisexual, why do you feel insecure that you wouldn't date them? Because there's so many lesbians that are like, I would never date a bisexual because they might go date a man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, let's unpack that. Why is that? Where is, is that in, is that the bisexuals part? Or is that your insecurity because you think that they're gonna leave you? What makes you think that? Let's unpack that. And well, you and you unpack it and it's it turns out it's you. <laughs> If you're insecure and you're dating a, a straight woman, then you just have to worry about every man on earth. If you're a mm-hmm. straight man and you're dating a bi woman, now you have to worry about everybody. That yeah. Seems very, that seems very, very horrible. The the key is to date somebody that you trust. How about that? And then you worry about no one. Ooh, wow. What a wow. novel thought. Wow. What? Dating someone you trust? What? That's, that doesn't track. I don't know what's happening here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the the interesting part, like I said, the reactions were really, I really like, I really love seeing, I guess, I don't know if it's like misogynists out themselves uh, or um, very clearly, like if you, if your immediate reaction is like fucking L, you know, and then it's funny because a lot of the people that are saying W, uh, W Jonah are people that were probably like, fuck Jonah Hill, like two weeks ago, like he's a cuck, he's a, you know, probably a lib or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They were probably giving him shit. And all of a sudden he's like, he comes out as misogynistic and he's like, fuck yeah, yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah, I love this shit, you know? Um, I think the main thing to take away is it's not a black or white issue. It's a gray issue. Um, Even in being misogynistic and trying to exert control over him, he did have some points and he did at least approach it from a misogynistic, although albeit um, 
reasonable fashion. If he, he was he was very reasonably misogynistic in his conversation. He wasn't like, I don't want to see you on Instagram with your ass up there ever again. Yeah. Or you know, like I was saying, like he was basically he was using psychobabble and therapist yeah. speak to try to be controlling and manipulative. But yeah. the fact of the matter is that you saw her in a bikini surfing and being hot on the internet, and that's what made you want to talk to her and be with her. And then you're trying to change her into something that she's not yeah. um, after the fact. And t- going back and saying the things that I found attractive and that brought me to you are things I no longer want to see. Yeah. And if you don't do these things, then I am going to deprive you of me. Mm-hmm. Be Jonah Hill. Yeah. I've been in a fucking Scorsese movie. Super bad, baby. Super bad. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. You don't you want all of this? Cover up. I got money. I've been in a Netflix movie. I did yeah. that that one 90s uh, skateboarding movie. That was okay. Yeah. So, so. This, it's so, so it's interesting. But, uh, and this was another tape. Uh, people don't really talk about how evil the former fat guy community is. Uh, you know, like the theme of like, if you... <laughs> It really is. There's something to be said for the former bullied and the former fat guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And girls. Everyone's evil, but still. I know some people that used to be fat that became super narcissistic. Well, Colleen Ballinger used to be bullied and quote unquote the theater kid, but I'm like, yeah, now you're grooming kids, so. Yeah, no. All right. Well, the the hits kept on coming for Jonah Hill after this uh, because um, this dropped earlier today. Oh. Um, This is from Alexa Nicholas. And apparently she was an actress on some Disney show a while ago. Not sure uh, what it was. But um, this is a thread that she dropped today. Uh, It says, after reading Sarah Brady's Admiral post about Jonah Hill, I just got to say when I was 16, I got invited to a house party at Justin Long's house where we was living with some lame predator actor from CSI. (laughs) okay he was sleeping aka assaulting a minor a friend of mine that was also 16 or 17 anyways jonah hill came over at some point and we're all pretty wasted because of course the predators were feeding us minors a bunch of alcohol also justin law why the fuck did you have children at your house late night um i've been traumatized by men in hollywood blah 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 i mean i don't mean to blah 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 i've been traumatized but i'm just saying like i'm I'm paraphrasing Mm -hmm. here uh things have to change and then Sideswiping Family Guy. Fuck Family Guy, too. Uh, Jonah Hill didn't have me a cig, which I thought was weird. Then as we walked to the door, basically, she said that she asked Jonah Hill for a cigarette. Okay. Why are you smoking? <laughs> did you freeze or did I freeze? Oh, no. I'm not frozen. Not that oh, I Oh, then I, then I froze. Did I okay. freeze? You're back? Yeah. Okay. Last I heard was, why are you smoking a cigarette? And then I was like, it was different times. <laughs> um, so basically, she asked Jonah Hill for a cigarette. Uh, he said, I don't have them here. You have to come to the car with me. I don't want to go out by myself. They went to the car. He got cigarettes. And then when they walked back and he pushed her against the door and shoved his tongue down my throat, I was so appalled. I pushed him off me and ran inside. Uh, hey, Justin Long, I find it interesting you being in Barbarian as a predator. It must have been weird playing some of your friends. You knew your roommate was assaulting a minor under your roof. Uh, Eek, I hope you regret it now. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Just a note, Nona Hill said, if I wanted to say I had to come with me outside to get it, he didn't want to go along. They were all aware I was 16. That emo guy from Wedding Crashers was there too. Okay. 
Jonah Hill seemed to have his eyes on me because at one point I wanted blah blah blah. Um, so basically, she dropped she dropped a bunch of threads today. Um, there's another thing I want to see where she was side swiping. Um, yeah, because they're calling. Um, This is random as fuck. One day soon after more therapy, we can all start talking about Seth MacFarlane's utter predatory disrespect for professional boundaries. Oh, and yeah, mysteriously offered the job. Never did voice work in my entire life. Creep. I was 18. Mm -hmm. He was my boss and he's 19 older than me. Cancel family guy. So she's an actress. She has a YouTube series called Eat Predators. Oh, need to watch that. So... You know, grain of salt and whatnot, right? Um, where she's apparently exposing predators. But still, it seemed kind of weird that she's dropping all this today. Mm -hmm. I do kind of get the, in the Me Too era, it's like when one person, you know, right? So what? what is it? Is it like a grain of salt thing where we should just sort of like, or is this like a believe all women sort of situation here? I would say grain. Of, I would say grain of salt because, um, I mean, you, you know, th these are really extremely defamatory allegations. So grain of salt, but also the grain of salt that is Hollywood and toxic predatory behavior that is normalized. You can also acknowledge that. So I'm not surprised. I'm I'm disgusted, but I'm also going to refrain from any judgment because I'm not on a jury and I don't know, you know. It's okay to hear this information and take it and 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 just kind of live with it until there's more proof or stories. Yeah, told. I guess it's just like there's not like... a lot of, I don't know why people react all the time. Like you could just hear it and and move on and live with it and then let's see if there's more stories that come out more proof more allegations that's what happened with the clean boundary thing it was like every day something new and I, I think i didn't have a full opinion until it was like all cemented so yeah. anyway but i can see that happening like can i can i not see a party with a bunch of powerful celebrities that are yeah. being predatory towards underage girls. Yeah, of course. It happened with the vlog squad. It happens everywhere in Hollywood. It was one of the main reasons why I'm happy I didn't move up there when I was like in my early 20s. And it's still like it's still scary for me to think that I want that I would be around powerful people. Powerful people scare me. They really do. And I was having this conversation with my brother. I don't know how it the catalyst was, but we were like, would you be more scared to be around like a millionaire? Or like, like, I don't know how it started, but the whole point was like, we're terrified to be around rich people. Yeah, because no. Because they have so much power and they can get away with so much. So. Listen, we don't victim blame, obviously, but so as a 16, 17 year old girl, if you were on a TV show early, there's also something to be said for her, her parents letting her or herself put in that situation right not not in a victim shaming sort of way but in a if you they say child actors are obviously act a lot more mature than they are especially if they've been in the industry for a while mm -hmm. so is there anything to sort of that lifestyle the pageants the you know 16 17 year olds sneaking out i would assume to go to a party at b-list hollywood celebrities 
and well, my thing is drinking. no. My thing is you can't because here's the thing: you can um, like kids gonna be kids because they're gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, sadly, like they have the out of I was a fucking kid. Like, what's the dumbest mm. thing you did at sixteen? You mm. know what I mean? So, like, even if they could have all the worst intentions in the world and be like, I, I snuck out, I drank, and I like, and they. I want to go fuck out. Jonah Hill. Yeah, you know? I, they can even say that. They can even have right. the what was the Demi Lovato one of like Wilmer Ball drama was like she came on to me and it was like mm. at the end of the day she has every out because you were fucking thirty. And she was 15. Like, this is like that. You just don't have a, an excuse. You are the one that has that task of not inviting kids to your party and not getting them drunk. Okay, like, not to play devil's advocate, but isn't that's sort of like having it both ways, though, right? Isn't, isn't that like what you say? Like, that's an out. That's so. Are you saying that all kids from 15 to 18 can just do whatever they want with no consequences? No, I'm not saying that they can't that they can't have consequences. You could kill somebody at a fucking 11, right? You can do right. a, you can do a lot of shit that has but but my thing is if we're going to hold people accountable, you're going to start with the adults in the room. Okay. Cuz at the end of the day, you're the one who is probably like at a mansion party inviting the 16-year-olds, giving them alcohol which they can't purchase and then making a move on them and then blaming them for being there when you're the one who is in a position of power and adult has clout has everything and you're just like going to blame them cuz they're curious. <laughs> like, you know, it's just not a solid argument here, my dude. To be clear, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate in terms of like let's look. If at there's it any another, out, no, yeah, I'm looking no, at it for another yeah. thing because yeah, we both. I'm, tr I'm trying to see if there's any possible out too. Because we both like know, um, we both know an influencer mm. who I known since she was 15, and I was protective of her because she was um, part Colombian or she was Colombian, and she was on a set and she was like, "I'm 15. I'm emancipated." I have my own social media business. She has a Tesla at like 16, 17. She has like a Tesla. She's got her own like marketing brand, stuff like mm -hmm. that. And she was dating a guy who was like 27, 30. Yeah. At 16. Emancipated, living on her own. And that guy hated me because anytime they would, because she would, she would post pictures of herself like like Instagram pictures of herself, like in bed with him in the background. And he would just be like, uh, yeah, this is going to come back to bite me in the ass. And uh, she posted a picture of him once uh, in like a, in like a, like he was a, like a guy who was in good shape. And she was like, what would you call the cologne? My boyfriend uh, that my boyfriend models for. And I said, um, statutory. Like, <laughs> Said, yeah, he didn't like that one. I said statutory by Calvin Klein, and uh, he did not like he did not like that. Yeah. But when I would talk to other females that knew mm -hmm. her, I was like, I was like, and they would defend the relationship, right? Because I was uncomfortable with it. I was uncomfortable knowing that person. I didn't. I didn't want them to be in any of. I, they were an actor. I didn't want nothing to do with them. And they specifically have hated on me. They have like reported my post on Facebook. Like they really, really don't like me at all like i remember i did something to him and he posted a picture that i had uh remember when we did the uh, slap worthy trailer and i had a picture of me with like all the chicks there yeah and I, he like reposted that like saying like oh what about you and i was like what i like being around hot chicks what do you want me to say mm -hmm. um but every time i spoke to a couple of people i spoke to a makeup artist that she knew i spoke to a couple of other actors and stuff Pete, they would defend her and say no she's very mature for her age you know she's been emancipated since she's been 15 you know, you know what I mean? And, and, and in my mind, 
you could see how red pill or misogynist or just other people would say, well, she can turn around when she turns 24, realize that it was that she was and then play the I'm not saying play the card, but she can turn around and say, hey, when I was 16 and I was emancipated and we were in a relationship together, that wasn't cool. Yeah. And now I'm going to expose you and make you feel like shit, even though I was in this relationship with you. Um, so, th so that part to me is kind of like, and we've always talked about the difference culturally where in Colombia, like right now, 15 year olds date 30 year olds in Mexico, 16, 17 year olds date much older guys. Um, right. and that's a, and that's very much a cultural thing. You turn 15, you're quinceañera and their families and nobody else would, even in the late nineties, early two thousands, when I was in my twenties in Colombia, and people would tell me, oh, you know, you should, my niece or this, my neighbor. And they're like, oh, she's 15. I'm like, why would you try to, I'm not, they're like, no, it's. Right, right, right. No, I see, I see what you mean. And we've definitely like gotten a little more um, or less conservative, more conservative, would you say? Um, on the whole age thing. I mean, in, in the UK, you can still, 16 is the legal age. So there's a lot of arguments that you can make for like the legal age and where it should be and all of that. But at the end of the day, the reason why it's okay for her to eventually grow up, become 27, 28, whatever age you said the guy was, and then realize how inappropriate that was is because he has those years ahead of her. If it was vice versa, if it was an older 40-year-old woman with a 16-year-old guy, he would have the same merit. It's just one of those things where you don't know how stupid you're being when you're young until you get older. It's just one of those things. Um, so... The legalities, the ethics, all of it, her maturity, it could all go and be part of the discussion, of course. But I think that if if she was truly mature for her age, if that was truly a, a good relationship that she had, she will then get to 30 and say, that was a great relationship that I had. And that I love my ex. Like, he's a good guy. She's right. not going to she's not going to get to 30 and be like, wow, like he took advantage because those are things that you realize later, later, you know, like. I, don't I was know. a willing participant. I was a I willing participant I... versus I wasn't. Yeah. And I feel like everyone who was young and did and was a wild young person had to make those, uh, um, I guess, judgments later on. Right. Because I also mm. snuck out at 16. I also drink mm. like I did a lot of shit at 16 that then I now that I'm older, I'm like, OK, was that abusive or was it not? And we all have to kind of like judge later on. Was it or mm. was it not? And so. We've all been at the parties where there's the clearly underage person partying, yes. hanging, and then you're like, they're drugs. gonna regret it, or also like, is this one of their best nights of their life? We don't fucking know. Right. And it's up to them to judge. And that's one of the things where people get very defensive when they do or say something that hurt another person. But I'm like, at the end of the day, it's your actions and their perception. People are gonna receive things differently. So he can the 30, 28-year-old, however old the guy was, he can say that was the best relationship of his life, but she can also have the ability to not judge it until she's his age. Okay. You know, and that's, yeah. So not to go back to Demi Lovato, but that was her whole song as well with 29. Like she got, she got to the age that Wilmer was when she started dating, when they started dating. And she said, I'm disgusted. I would never fucking do that. And it's abusive in retrospect. And she also has that merit. So. Yeah. I'm just saying there's a little bit of a gray area there that needs to be explored. And For I think sure. it's basically the transition between how things used to be and how they still are someplace and how we are now 
trying to look at it as revisionist. Because even when we had maybe Maribel on, I think, or she spoke to me, or somebody else, where we've had these people that talk to us and they're like, yeah, my grandfather basically kidnapped my grandmother oh, at, yeah. age, at age 13 and took her to the U.S. and they had 19 kids. Well, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like, dude, you know? fucking, yeah, my grandpa for sure stole my grandma, raped her. They had a billion kids. He was a cheater and an alcoholic. But my grandma also had a Stockholm Syndrome and loved him, so... Yeah, so it's, it's you know, of, what am I gonna do? Judge them? I was just like, he's a creep. That's weird. Yeah, are you gonna like, <laughs> right? Like, are you, you know what I mean? There's this weird area where, yeah. where, where it's like, how much, how much are you gonna like try to ret retcon the past? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting how people are piling on on it, and obviously this Alexa Nicholas. I know I've never heard of her. Um, but she has, uh, looking at her, at her content, um, she's exposing, uh, Warner music group, um, uh, live nation, uh, Nickelodeon. Um, oh, Nickelodeon is terrible. Yeah. I want to watch that one. She's definitely, uh, Dan Schneider is a creep, man. Oh she's definitely, okay. You know, an activist. So you always have to take it with a grain of salt when somebody comes and starts that because, for both people. Why hasn't she said anything about it up till now? Why didn't her, why did his ex-girlfriend wait till he's in a new relationship and do it? It makes you look like you're doing it for clout. But then again, there's also the cycle of abuse mm -hmm. and not really wanting the to put yourself aspect. in that position. There's people that don't report assaults and rapes and stuff like that. It's a whole fucking thing. It's not black and white. And yeah. uh japan just like recently uh, raised the age of consent to like 13 or something uh <laughs> jesus in like alabama uh, and tennessee it's still like 16 or some crazy ass shit like that so it's fucking it's weird it's weird yeah, it's it weird it, it, wait but like to piggyback off of that i guess we could segue into the kiki palmer situation because that's sort sure. of similar but it's a little different in the sense that there's like body shaming involved it's the mother of his child so much <laughs> so much yeah yeah um i mean hey i was going to uh say that uh when i was 17 i dated a 27 year old hey and how do you feel now that looking back at it good experience bad experience yeah good experience yeah cool good. so then you don't have shit to i got my i got my heart broken but uh but i was a good you know that was when i first moved to san diego uh she was a french swiss model she was 27. I was 18. All right. And I was like, hey, that was nice. It was fun. It was a great right. time. So thumbs up then in that case. Thumbs up for me, but I'm, but you know, it's different for boys. What they say. No, no. I mean, no, you can also look back and say that was an older woman and she was a predator. If that's how you feel. Like you could like, yeah, I could literally say both things. So if that person was famous, if she was like a famous fucking model right now, and I'd be like, when I was 17 and she was 27, like I could flip that on its ass for clout, you know? Mm -hmm. Would you do that? No. Okay. But, then, but I know some people would, right? Yeah. Then, but that's what I mean by like, in that case, don't be the 27 year old who puts themselves in the position to give that I, person the power, that child. I, I was just, because you do have that power and you could use it for evil. But again, that would be at the detriment of that 27-year-old that dated you, right? Because why would you put yourself in that? I wouldn't date a 16-year-old right now. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Right. Why would I do that? <laughs> no. Like, it's weird. It's icky. It's, yeah, a little predatory. If you had a great relationship with her, then awesome. That's good. We could always have healthy relations with older people. I know a married couple who the girl is 23, the guy's 55. 
right? And we uh, all have that weird, like, whoa, what the fuck is happening situation. But, mm-hmm. you know, they seem to be really happy, healthy. It's going to continue. And when she gets to be 55, I guess she'll make a choice. One of your 28-year-old girlfriends uh, mm-hmm. tells you the next week she's dating an 82-year-old guy. Oh, is he near death? And please, please no prenup. <laughs> yeah, one of those situations. He's very clearly... Oh no! Doing it oh. for the cl- doing it for the money. I mean, that's right? I mean that's fucked up. When it's on, when it's on the opposite end of the spectrum, is there a difference? Um, no, I would say that's really fucked up, and that goes borderline to fuck. What is it when you abuse older people? Well, elder abuse. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as like if you steal people, uh, like Karen's identity from the home, or like you know, just use their social security. That's mm. wrong. That's disgusting. Yeah. All right, let's jump into Kiki Palmer then. All right, this was what set it off with them. Kiki Palmer went to a Usher concert. Oh, hey, Kiki! And obviously, Usher is a menace. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he's out there serenading chicks. Uh, you know, she's got yes. the outfit on. She's showing the cheeks. She's having a party with her girls. Usher's there. She's vibing. She has a she's she's there, boom boom, Usher, and uh, her boyfriend or husband from home. Says maybe daddy, not yeah. maybe daddy. It's the outfit though. You a mom? Uh, he immediately starts getting shit for it in real time as it's happening. Um, this is what he says: We live in a generation where a man of a family doesn't want the wife and mother to his wife and mother. Uh, to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. How much money is he bringing to that? Does does the power dynamic? Stay at home, Dad. <laughs> does the power dynamic like if it was a if it was a if it was a, you know. So this is like, a, this is interesting sh- because the power dynamic is switched with Jonah Hill and, and his ex, right? right? It's directly switched. The female here is the breadwinner, um, right. and they have and they have a baby together. Um, so I would say no. I think that control just looks bad and it makes you look insecure. But go back to the message real quick because I want to I want to focus a little bit on the first of all the generalizing of we live in a generation. Where a man of the family doesn't want to... Okay, okay, you're speaking for all men now. Speak for yourself. The whole wife and mother, that seems like you're just... You don't even see her as a human being, let alone a woman. You're seeing her as the mother, which goes to show that like once you do have children in society, you get desexualized and you're suddenly not human. And you don't have any agency to be a sexual being. Huh? The Madonna complex? Yeah, the Madonna versus the horse. And yeah, where it's like you were one or the other. Sir, no, that people are multifaceted. But let's move on to his kids to showcase booty cheeks and please others. You're assuming now that she was dressing like that to please Usher or others, which is, again, demeaning because um, you can dress like that to please yourself. You can dress like that. She just had a baby and she looks hot as hell. Like, yeah, I'm going to want to show it off. Excuse me. Um, He gets told, yeah, you're a hater. And then this is my family, the my. You're not including her at all. You're saying my family, my representation, my seed, my child, my baby mama. She's not a fucking toy. She's not a thing. She's not an object. She's a fucking human. So this one I would say is very misogynistic. Okay. Yeah. 
This one I would definitely deem as misogynistic. This is you're, my you're, you're family, my her. representation. Yeah, it's my, mine. And it's like, I mean, it's the same thing as Jonah Hill. It's just, like you said, Jonah Hill worded it in like a very therapeutic way, you know, woo-woo. Yeah. And he's like literally just being an actual hater. Just like, you're mine. That's my kid, my baby mama. Ooh, his ego's hurt. His ego is so hurt. And it's fragile. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's my two cents. All right, here's some of the reactions. Uh, nah, Kiki Palmer had Usher out here drooling in Serenader with her whole baddie showing. Uh, she should have never worn that out the house, so she's definitely not with her ideal man because when he tells you take that shit off, you take that shit off. Mm, okay, okay, just pearly things. <laughs> <laughs> what a pick me, like, to be like, yeah, you listen to your man and you submit and you're being a whore. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, I guess, you know, but then there was somebody that was posting pictures of the pictures that he would post of her <clears throat> and stuff. So there's another sort of situation where, um, you know, if, if she was that way before or if she was a, a very sexualized, I mean, go find a girl, um, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like regardless. <sighs> It just, yeah, it's it's infuriating because that was a lot of objective, objectified uh, verbiage that he used, which is infuriating. And then it's also like, that's the mom. Like, that's your mother. Like you said, you are a mother. Well, yeah, fucking have some respect and don't post about her. She's she's the mother of your child. Have some respect. Like, be a fucking adult. Plus, Go talk to her in private. <laughs> yeah, plus to put it out there publicly, just commenting on her post, like. yeah. Absolutely not. Not the way to do it. Ugh. Not the way to do it. Oh, geez. And now she has to share a child with this guy for life. <laughs> People are wondering whether or not she broke up with him. So far, I think she did, right? I think she did. She you responded. Think so? I think so. There was a response that I saw, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fully uh, deep dive into it. But I think there's a response. I don't know. I would dump him. What would you do if you were Kiki? If I was Kiki, I would, I would, I would just continue to shame him nonstop, <laughs> and then start like, dating Usher. Fuck, yeah, fuck Usher. It's the only thing. You yeah, can fuck do. it. Exactly. Oh you my know. gosh. What else? What else? Well, yeah. What, what else can you do? All right. So that's this week in misogyny, I guess. Um, <laughs> let's... This week in misogyny. Woo. All right. Uh, let's go a couple of quick things here. Okay. Um, let's do pearly things since I have it right here. Oh, okay. Since we're sort of on a misogyny loop, all right? Yeah, and uh, women can be misogynist too. Women can be 100% misogynist. All right, I'm going to play this and uh, let me know what you think. I'm going to okay. have to pick something up off the floor here in two seconds, so I'll be right back. Let me make sure that you can listen hear it. All right. Why should women, why, why should women shouldn't, why what? should women shouldn't vote? <laughs> Okay. Is this yeah. I know. I thought you were like I thought you were having a stroke for a second, but no, that's how that's what it says. Women should not vote repeal the nineteenth pearly things. Okay. Got it. All right. Beautiful. Got it. All right, let's see if let's see if we can hear this. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. A lot of people think I'm yeah, insane because I don't think women should vote. Everybody thinks I'm crazy for this opinion. If anything, this is probably my most extreme opinion. And I would like to tell you how I came to this conclusion. So what happened was I wanted to know why men were so angry about 
women. Why are there all these complaints about women? And when I started researching the stuff, it was pretty easy to figure out why. 90% of women have been on birth control. One out of three women has had an abortion. One out of three women has an STD. Um, the average body count is over five, so your average wife has slept with over five people. 95% of women are not virgins on their wedding days. So I understand the complaint. Now I understand. Okay. Why do you understand women, that? You need to some context as to why that's a good reasoning. Why is it like this? And my second question Why was, is that good why reasoning? Why are men complaining about marriage? So these are men. We're going to give them smiley face he's saying they're saying don't ever get married and i'm thinking why so then my next question was why don't men want to get married what i found out is that the courts the legal system all of society is catering towards women okay all of society Ooh, is basically society. pandering and sipping for women for example in the uk if you accuse your guy of a you get a free lawyer. Um, another example is free government handouts for women and single mothers for single mothers. So we essentially have a system that is paying women to be single mothers. So when I would look at why are women so bad, it's like, okay, if you pay women to be terrible, then you're probably going to have more terrible women. I mean, it's just common sense. If you get paid to be a single mother, why wouldn't you break up your family? Well, I mean, morals, but that's a whole nother and whole other thing. So, so what I figured out when I started talking to some of these politicians, right? So we're going to do this. The guy is a politician. He's got a bow tie. Yeah, that's a bow tie. Now, the issue is that the politicians, the only way they can get elected, the women vote for them. So the reason we can't see a change in these laws, um, you know, where men can't get access to their children, where single mothers are being paid to be single mothers, all of these horrible policies is, is because the politicians can't change them because they won't be reelected. And then I started researching it further. And I started to think, does every yeah. person deserve the right to vote? Should every, should every person? Did yeah. seem broad. Did um, seem broad. <laughs> all right, so let's pause it here for a second. Yeah. Uh, so, so obviously... Uh, you could say that's that's one of the reasons that that Trump got elected was women vote, right? Yeah. Uh, that they're always white women. Also, what I love the most about this is how it's the the snake eating its own tail thing. Because if you do the circular logic on this, as she gets to the point of why women shouldn't vote, because you know, spoiler alert, it's because she says they're on welfare, they have too much sex, they're not high value women, right, right, right. Uh, they don't do half the jobs, they're not precisely half the military they're not precisely half the oil rig jobs mm -hmm. you know even though they're the predominant uh, they're, they're predominant more in school teaching and nursing and a bunch of other fields obviously right mm -hmm. then you got to get to the circular logic of like well bitch who the fuck is gonna want you you're 27 you're not a virgin you you know you're an ohio four uh and you and <laughs> And you're and you're sitting here. I was like, "Why aren't you in the kitchen? Why aren't you at church looking for a husband?" By your own logic, if your if your if your appeal diminishes after you're 15, you know you have to be. I mean, it's like the insoles that are like the women should breed between 13 and 19. That's when society was the best. We need to yeah. let fucking 14 year olds have babies. Then, by your own logic, why aren't you in the fucking kitchen right now? Why are you out here making YouTube content? 
why don't you just fucking sit there and go to church, you know? And yeah, go submit to your man. Go get a man, first of all. Man. And by go that be, point, work on being a high value woman. And any man that chooses you is choosing a 28 year old, 27 year old, non virgin. Yeah. Who's Ew. not in the kitchen. Yeah. You just talk, you just nag. <laughs> So, all right, let, let me just let this Pearl. go. Right just, just right to vote. And what I found out is that men are fined $300,000 if they don't enroll in selective service where women... She, okay, this no, one... We have, this but she's one also is using, like, she uses, she picks and pitches different things from different countries. Exactly, and, and things that are so unrelated. So here's the thing, and, and, and I, I listen, I never use my fucking education to talk shit, but this episode, I find myself doing that because, again, another thing I did was study research, and it pisses me off to no end when people make these broad strokes, like, arguments of, like, woman slept with men, ergo welfare, ergo lo lower value, ergo women shouldn't vote. How the fuck are those things connected? Do a fucking research paper, write it down, make a correlation or causation fucking argument, and then we can talk about it. But she spits all these like statistics that have nothing to do with actual the ar actual argument that she's making. Now she's talking about how men have to sign up for selective service. Okay, well, what she doesn't say is that selective service isn't something that we even fucking use. We haven't used it for decades, all right? Mm -hmm. And also the argument for that, if you were thinking about um, arguing against women would be, well, then women should also sign up for selective service because women should are also serving, right? So wouldn't that be the equivalent? Like, I don't know how you jump from like, okay, men have to sign up to selective service, ergo women shouldn't vote. Not related, ma'am, not related. Like make, if she made, there's a lot of conservatives that may at least make like good correlation arguments that I can at least be like, okay, but this is like, just wild. I really, I mean, she's he, Bonzo's right. This broad is just a troll. She's just literally a troll. She's just jabs with no logic. Honestly, the, the one thing that she's doing right is, is she's bringing the misogynistic out in me because I just want to like just be like you just want to talk shit to her. I, I know. Like, and, listen, and she's wearing the baggy dress. I've, I've I've had to hide a belly before myself. I know about the baggy clothing, dear lady. Listen, I'm trying to like. Should, not maybe I should have called her an Ohio like, four. Maybe I should have called her an Ohio four. Maybe I know, like, oh, dude. My my misogyny is about to come out, and there's not a lot of it, but she makes every ounce of it want to come out. I might. I'm, I'm like, I mean, okay, all right, maybe I'll give her an Ohio. Six, come on. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's generous. But okay. Well, no, we won't talk about her. Whatever. We we'll talk. We won't talk about her physically. I don't know. Right? What is the level of vile that you have to get to until we can actually <sighs> demonize somebody and like talk shit with our conscience cleared? Because I feel it's like if if we do go there, then they're like, look, this is the tolerant. Even though we're not part of the tolerant left, you know, we're. we're I mean, I try. I try to be. I aspire to be. But also, right. I feel like if you get to be like just the most vile, like just mean person like i'm gonna talk shit about you right she's so, like, clearly a, a troll because there's no way you can get to this point and really think that and and really and because her audience is not women her audience is well, incels her audience is like the same is is a spillover of the andrew tate audience right but i can she's tell you how she did get there though she's literally like a rich woman who was born into a conservative family who is the youngest out of a bunch of children very privileged and very religious. And that's how you get to that delusional mindset. She's never had to fucking actually live life. She doesn't know what the fuck welfare is. She's never met somebody that was on welfare. She doesn't know anything about being a single mother. She just talks out of her ass. And it's it's just 
spits out ignorance and privilege and it's actually disgusting yeah um it's absolutely disgusting so i don't know i feel i want to pity her but i also just like i'm too enraged by her to pity her i'm just like you're an idiot like i don't i don't know what to do with you Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think that's a pro pearl meme yeah, she was no. Yeah, exactly. she's probably like older women are triggered because I'm. No, speaking basically, to yeah. She she, oh. she 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 says your value as a woman begins to diminish past the age of twenty five and all this stuff, and she's yeah. already past that. And my thing is like, as far as let's get out of politics for a second, like no right, no left, no conservative, nothing, right? Just in the very base level, when we're talking about discourse, you have to at least come from a humanistic standpoint if you tell me that you don't value somebody based on anything their age race hair color fucking height anything you just have a lower value for anybody then we can't have a conversation because it's not coming from a good place right now you're telling me that you think that there's that you're a supremacist of some sort whether that's height weight you know low value female low value male like what are you talking about that's just a way of saying supremacists I think she's a little self-aware. I am mid, not an insult. If I was model material, I have a modeling contract. The difference is that I do not live in delusion. Uh, some of the stuff she spelled out, is, a, is the average Christian woman submissive to her husband? No. <laughs> is the average wife uh-huh. a good mother? Yes. <laughs> Wait, is the average what? <laughs> oh, is the average, uh, is the average wife a good wife and mother? I'll say yes. Oh. Most wives and mothers are... I don't know, because then you would have to say, like, who gets married? Who, I don't know. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Wait, what is this? The hierarchy of whoredom. <laughs> I don't know like, I... this woman has not worked a day in her freaking life. Like, she uh-huh. just she just sits there talking shit. How is she going to... Wait, what did she say about Barbie? I want to know what she said about Oh, Barbie. I think this was... Just I was talking shit about Margot Robbie. Uh, despite years of complaining, the, the most talked about movie of the year is about two insanely hot people. Oh. I mean, Oppenheimer, it's but okay. Movie it all, but okay. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, she's just, and we also, I had a video of her a, a couple of months back where she had um, the, uh, the the little Nazi that was running around with Kanye. Yeah. Um, uh, Fuentes. Uh, Fuentes, 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 yes. Nick Fuentes. Fuentes. Mm-hmm. And she was defending him like, oh, he didn't seem as, he didn't seem racist to me. But uh, yeah, and I mean, that goes back to my thing is like a lot of people are like, well, they were nice to me. So, which is fine. I understand that in like, uh, I'm going to not judge them, I guess, or persecute them. But I'm like, that also doesn't mean that like, they have valid arguments. Like he literally is a Nazi. <laughs> oh, he's a, a straight up Nazi. Yeah. like uh, He said it, he admits it. So you he's know, all that, about it. About yeah. Nazi. So you know who you're, you should know who you're talking to. You can't just be like, yeah, he's a Nazi, but he's like nice to me. She has uh, Jordan Peterson, Thomas Sowell, uh, Ben Shapiro, and Candace Owens are my top five conservatives of all time, but I can't pick a fit. Maybe Crowder or Charlie Kirk. Uh, Crowder. Yeah, yeah. No. So anyway, um, she's a pick-me girl. She's definitely a grifter. It's definitely like... And, and it's working, though. Like, you could just redo her videos, like, word by word, and you would be a millionaire. If you I just, maybe if should. You just, maybe I should just, like, become the craziest, like, troll of all time. And just like totally switch. Retroll, retroll. Then twenty uh, years from now, just be like, just kidding. All right, I need a misogyny palate cleanser. Give me a second here. 
Okay. All right. This is a good follow on Instagram. It's called Turons of Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's basically stupid people at Yellowstone that uh, do stupid shit like step into hot springs and like, um, you know, uh, approach bison. Mm. And, and, like try to take pictures like next to bison or bring their dogs to the park. Oh, someone's going to die. Oh, or man. take shits. Like, listen, you're supposed to give bison like at least 25 yards. Um <gasps> If they put their tail up, they're either going to take a shit or they're going to charge at you. Uh, and they're not cows. They're Dude, literally, giant... literally, what the fuck? Though? Why is this bison so chill? Yeah, it's because it's it's just hanging out until it's not. Until mm-hmm. it's not. And you don't, you, you can't do that. You can't, you're going to get yourself fucking, look, you're going to get yourself murdered. Oh, no, this dude's taking selfies. Oh, bro, stop it. Please, you don't, don't do that. Just don't. Uh, anyway, this is a really good follow on Instagram. Tur- uh, Turons, like morons, Turons of, of Yellowstone. And it's just... Oh, my but God. It's just, Wait. But it's, just, it's just how stupid are they? Look, oh, my God. Is, these are people next to like a fucking... This is the thing that kills more people in Yellowstone every year. These waterfalls and these people falling over rocks and stuff. And look at these fucking morons. Dude, I should just open up a page. I was actually, I don't know why this week this conversation came up. I think it's my friend sent me this uh, reel about tourists in Rome who this guy wrote him and his girlfriend's name in the Colosseum, like carved it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got a ton of backlash. And then I was like, I'm going to one up you. Have you heard about the girl, about the lady, the white lady who like went up the steps of Chichen Itza? Turons, man. All right, this is another a chick with a, a woman with her baby hmm. walking like so close to this fucking Wee. dangerous thing. Yep. Yeah, with her kid. Ah, oh, breeders. With her kid, right here. Look at all that. This <laughs> fucking gigantic fucking oh, waterfall, God. dude. Oh uh, man. Anyway, you know, just some dumbass tourists. Oh, I, mean, I think there was one over here where there was a guy that gets hit. And they're procreating. Yeah. Oh, this guy, this guy needs to get fucking smacked in the face. This guy is running around on video going up to bears and challenging them. Look at his little stubby legs. Look at his little stubby little fucking hobbit legs and arms. Oh, fuck yeah. you for that. Find him. Yeah, yeah. That guy, they're, that guy, they're literally looking for him because he posts, he's posted multiple. Literally movies. dox him, please. That's yeah, messed yeah, up. Yeah. Look at that. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He, he goes up to a bear. Again? And tries, oh my God, find him. Dude, okay. leave the poor fucking bear alone. What is? And then if that bear kills him or mauls him, that bear gets put down because he's a menace to people. Oh my god! You know what I mean? If that bear attacks him or somebody else later on, that bear is going to be the one that gets killed. So hopefully yeah. that piece of shit gets. Uh, it reminds me of Colleen Ballinger. I hate to talk about her again, but she killed a dog. Oh, good times. Look at this! Look at this dumbass broad. Selfie by the bison. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! Is this worse than selfie at Auschwitz? Uh man, wait. What's this one? Is this? Oh uh, no, I don't want to look at it. He actually grabbed it. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it's a it's a follow up. It's both. It's entertaining as well as concerning as well because it's like, but it's like, it's like I don't know, fury inducing a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you guys, don't be stupid when you travel. Okay. 
When did she kill a dog? Um, so the, what you just said right now, literally like you provoke an animal and then, um, they have to put him down when she was younger. She, uh, she like pinched a dog aggressively. The dog bit her. And then, um, since she was young, she was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Like he just bit me. And then they had to put the dog down mm. and she, and it wasn't, and I, what everyone is saying is like, it wasn't the fact that you, cause you can make that mistake. Maybe you were eight years old. It's fine if that happened, but she said it as a grown-up in her 30s in a YouTube video laughing about it. With And you, you see zero remorse in her face. She was saying it as like a funny story. Like this one time that I got a dog killed. It was like, yeah, you need to actually pull it up. It's like infuriating. That's uh, Miranda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, there's just a lot. Talk about me unfollowing people this year. I mean, listen, Bad Bunny didn't do nothing this bad, never. <laughs> um, give me a second. Um, oh yeah, no, I was a huge Colleen fan though, so this was like it was like disappointment galore. All right. So, um, speaking of uh, Miranda Sings, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the toxic gossip train, mm -hmm. the latest news, the latest news on toxic gossip train is that apparently the reason, uh, that she sang the song, mm -hmm. that she sang her apology, uh -huh. um, is because she now has released Toxic Gossip Train on, like, iTunes. Yeah. And copywritten. And she's doing copyright strikes to people that are sharing it. Dude, yeah. Because it became a meme. It became, like, everyone made covers. And then now she's, like, I, she's trying to get her coin. And, you know, one thing I do want to point out is during that song, she was, like, basically coming at the victims for clout chasing, for mm. monetizing uh, all this toxic gossip. And I'm like, girl, who's monetizing who? They haven't monetized a single video. And you monetize your apology video, which has the most views on your channel, and the song now. And you're trying to silence people everywhere you go. Like, she just keeps digging this hole. When, like, literally all she needed to do was take accountability and say, I'm sorry. And, like, bro, you just keep digging a hole. Like, you can't come back from this. Yeah, yeah, she, uh, she's, um, she's so far gone. Plus, the whole thing is that was she coded as like autistic or like disabled in her videos? Like, what was her whole thing? No, 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 no. So, so I started watching Miranda Sings when I was younger. I was like probably in like middle school or whatever. But she used to be a lot more inappropriate. So it was, it was like, which is why I don't really like hate on her for like all the inappropriate jokes she would say queef a lot a lot of people are like she was so sexual back then yeah she was a, she was an adult character like it was supposed to be not autistic but she was just supposed to be like this delusional weird quirky girl who thinks she could sing so she starts a youtube channel and she's like a terrible singer um but she's like delusional that she thinks she can sing so there was a lot of jokes at first it was a character for adults and then it started getting a little cheesy and her first like set of audience members, me, we grew up. And so we grew out of it and we stopped watching. So she started targeting it more towards kids. So she stopped saying the words queef. She stopped being as inappropriate, but she still was 
pretty inappropriate. And I, and so yeah, so she kept her character going. But then I became a fan of her, as in like Colleen Ballinger. So I started watching her vlogs, which is usually where her older fans would go because it was just a daily vlog. Whoa, these videos seem old. Yeah, <laughs> That's cool. when I started watching. She would have like yeah, she was she was a lot more um, inappropriate. It was just like this geeky theater character who thinks she could sing and she would talk shit like she you would pay for her to have her roast you um and saw that stuff but but that character was also a product of its time it was early to that late to like 2006 7 yeah well her oldest videos are like 13 14 videos so it would be like 2010 yeah 2010 that seems all right i was in high school okay yeah that would that would seems all right so it was like you know but that's why I'm not like super mad at her Miranda Sings stuff. I think, yeah, some of the stuff is a little inappropriate, especially if you're going to be nitpicky about the Netflix channel because it was targeted to kids. So on that part, yes. When she started targeting her stuff to kids and some of the stuff was highly inappropriate, yeah, we can talk. We can start talking shit at that point. But my thing was the grooming of the children because she literally groomed generations of children like not generations like she would literally have group chats with her fans where there's a power dynamic uh, a power imbalance and then she literally made them do free labor for her weaponize them and their fandom because you have your idol in a chat and so she would weaponize them and like do all these manipulative things to get them to attack people to dox people as soon as she cheated on her husband and they divorced she got them to attack him if you did anything and stepped out of line, she would like kick you out and and um, and block you. There was this one guy who was a little more towards my age now. He's like 27, but he worked with her when he was like 22, went on tour with her. He was part of what the he wasn't part of the people that got groomed because he was a little too old for that. But he did end up working with her and going on tour and like his pay was shit. He was like abused by Corey DeSoto. Like it was every story that comes out is like insanity. And then you have like the fan who, cause her brother is a straight pedophile. And like, there's just, there's too many receipts on like her brother actually using her fame to like get into the DMS of young girls. Uh, really? And I'm talking, I'm talking like he's in his thirties and the kids are like 12, 13. Wow. Yeah. And so there's, just, there's just been like so many horrible stories. And that's why when you asked me earlier about the, the YouTuber who, who kind of like, you know, talks about uh, pedophiles and predators. I'm like, mm -hmm. with Colleen, I literally gave her every grace that I could. I was a fan. I loved her. And as more things came out, even in 2020, when the allegations started, I was like, okay, there's not proof. That's fine. And then proof came out. And it's like, dude, three years, Adam McIntyre had to put up with three years of, of abuse. So I'm very sorry, Adam McIntyre, because I was one of the idiots who continued watching her. Um, so I guess this dropped earlier today, which was that, uh, her podcast and live shows have been canceled. Beautiful. Um, if you were looking at her, um, Twitter page, she still has a dates up here. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. San Diego, you're next. Get tickets to see me in love. Ah, <laughs> we loved it in San Diego. No way. Oh, man. Well, no, this was from last year. So it was just funny that uh, we could have been there. <laughs> Cause, oh, okay. Because I was like, at this point, we could just like buy some tomatoes, maybe sneak up. Uh, no, no. Anyway, no, that was just oh, her darn. pinned tweet. San Diego, you're next. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Miranda. Miranda. She was coming to groom you, Sophia. Um, 
I remember her from this very awkward comedians and cars getting coffee mm-hmm. uh, segment where Jerry Seinfeld had that series um, that ended up on Netflix, I believe, where he was he would have like um, just like uh, Norm Macdonald, Dave Chappelle, different comedians, yeah. uh, Bill Burr, and they would go somewhere, they would get in a car and they would go have coffee. Um, but for some reason, I guess it was probably at the peak of her fame. She was on the show, but she stayed in character the entire time. Yeah. So it was a very, did you ever watch that episode? It was a very cringy. No, but I heard, I didn't watch it, but I, I did watch her vlogs at the time. And what she said was that she, um, cause that was when her Netflix show came out and she was like, she was like, I like the peak. She was on Broadway, all that stuff. And she said that, um, that Jerry She's Seinfeld's daughter basically told him like, I'm a huge fan. You have to have her on. And then, yeah. So it was kind of like his daughter who recommended her. His daughter was the one that was. Uh, was yeah. She was a Morfanda. Let me see if I can pull up a little clip of, of just that segment. Cause yeah. it was just so friggin. Well, okay. Yes. Do that. Also pull up. Do you want me to send you the link to the fucking dog clip? Because I just feel like we should talk about it real quick. Sure. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> this so mm-hmm. this is the uh, comedians and cars with coffee blah 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 um and this is where he goes and he finds somebody all right let me just play a little bit of this yeah i don't know <laughs> all right it's not like anyway that was just sort of a very quick example of what it was like she was she was uh very awkward and i didn't know shit about her so i guess the only person this made sense to was uh jerry seinfeld's daughter yeah yeah exactly or like like miranda doesn't make sense to a lot of people especially when she got a little more pc um or pg both because again she was a very funny character at the beginning when it was very inappropriate but it was also very not pc it was i don't know it was 2010 29 2009 whatever but She's very awkward, and so you pu- you pair that with children's jokes, and it's not. It's weird. You have to know what's going on for you to realize. You it, pair that with having little boys come up on stage and pretending you're on a date with them and having them pull stuff out of your pants. Yeah, which and like at, so at first she's from New York, so she um she would at first that's a character that was like its inception was in like like underground New York comedy clubs. So she right. would do inappropriate shit and appropriate jokes and it was fucking hilarious. And everyone like laughed and it was great because Miranda was like a, a character that you can laugh at, but also you're laughing with, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's funny. And she, you know, she was very tone deaf so you can make a lot of inappropriate jokes. Anyway, it doesn't make sense for kids, but whatever. No, and there's another, I'm trying to see if I can find this uh, thread here, but um, there was another thread where it was a couple and they mistakenly, uh, they mistakenly like went to a Miranda Singh show, and it was just them and a bunch of kids. Yes, I saw that thread. And they were live tweeting it, but I'm trying to find it. I don't know if it's still. If it's, I think I'm I trying retweet- to find the dog one. But... I think it's, I think I retweeted it somewhere. But let me just go. I think it's this one actually. I'm gonna send you a different link. It wasn't the first one that I sent. All right, All right I sent you a new one. Uh, now, okay. It's the second one, not the first one. I have like temper tantrums still to this day. I have like. All right, hold on a second. Give me yeah. a second. 
Give me a second. Anger management problems. Because your OnlyFans is thriving. 
You've, you found my OnlyFans account? I found it, bud. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Oh, my God. That's a Latino version. <laughs> OnlyFans. Whoa. Did we just come up with a really good sketch idea? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. I, mean, I, would, I would do that, you know. But, little... yeah, dude, the Trisha Paytas one was insane because she finally had to acknowledge it or address it. And, like, you know, celebrities haven't really – they've kind of, for the most part, stayed away from it. Um, and she had to at that point because she was working with her. She was like, oh, I literally texted her a few days ago. And she said that it was all lies and allegations. And we were like, mm. and she killed a dog, man. <laughs> Listen, I, I, she had, she, she caused the death of a dog and that's enough for me. Like right? she could be, she could be, uh, she did that it's shit. Like, oh God. Yeah. Like I was disturbed. Yeah. There was a video last week of, um, there's a bunch of dogs free on the street and uh, this cop was there for some reason. And he goes like this to pet a dog and the dog comes up to him and he's playing with the dog. And then another dog is running up to him because he thinks he's friendly and he fucking shot the dog. He shot and killed the fucking dog in Ohio. Um, fucking cops are cops are cops are like the one number one murderers of dogs. So uh, I'm a fucking I'm a, as I have four dogs within like. 10 feet of me here i know my two hey. little angels are sleeping oh let me do a quick dog cam real quick there we go we can do dog cam all right oh we got baxter right here because there was a there was a gunshot oh I can't got... do cam. never mind i got too much shit behind me no. we got baxter butt right next to me because there was apparently a gunshot or something and he got scared then we have also and we have milo over there oh. the destructor and then we have shy girl on the bed oh cuties is this sleepy dog time? Let me see if I can actually do it. Let's check it out. So now we have, oh, look at that. We got honey in the corner and Cora over there, that little speck. Look at you. That All little right. white speck. So, sleepy dog time. So yeah, we're both dog lovers, so fuck that bitch. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, fuck that bitch. And we didn't even get into her apology video. That's how crazy these allegations are, is like, and she's you don't need money. We, she's making money off of that now. But do you know how delusional that is? I mean, also on top of it, I think now she might just be being a villain. I don't know. But like the apology was literally, you just had to take accountability, apologize. Yeah. Maybe like, woe is me a little, but like not too much. But she literally came out with a 10 minute video saying like, you guys are toxic and it's all lies. When there's proof, bro. They got receipts, man. The kids, but, are, listen, man, I have a very, I have a very specific kids and dogs no no i'm just saying i have a very specific policy no my my everybody's got to pick like their 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 causes right the stuff mm -hmm. that you support where you donate to charity yeah for me it's become dogs dogs uh elder abuse and elder care is also something that i'm obviously yeah, dude, uh, part of that. and then um i added you know autism awareness at you know over the last several years obviously to that um, so, so anything that falls into those areas is going to fucking trigger me right away, obviously. Yeah. So, so, so for me, you know, it was a dog. We got six, we got six dogs between us there. <laughs> we do. Uh, it used to be more. I used to have Tango, I used to have Cookie. Yeah, true, true. There's always been that. Yeah. Um, let me see. There was something that I had popped up, but my brain just farted for a second. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can remember it here. Uh, yes we publicly at me hit the show denounce colleen ballinger and colleen this is coming from a longtime fan and i will say this because i 
hate the fans that have stuck with her because there's too much to stick with her at this point. You're just a terrible person or you're a child and doesn't and don't know any better. But my thing is like, we've been silenced in the sense that like in the comment section, she deletes any criticisms. And there's a lot of good hearted fans, longtime fans and supporters who had valid criticisms and you just silence them and you continue to be a manipulative bitch. And I'm sorry. Like there, there's no, there's just no way of supporting Colleen Ballinger. And if you do, you're trash or misinformed at this point because there's too much there's too much out there too, too many facts so Why we didn't answer here i mean the show fuck you yeah. fuck yeah fuck, 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 fuck pearly fuck, things fuck pearly things <laughs> fuck miranda fuck, things fuck maybe jonah hill maybe jonah hill doesn't get the full fuck you yet uh, you know who does boyfriend. kiki palmer's boyfriend yes <laughs> listen if you're a <laughs> If you're a Cincinnati five and you got nothing else to do, then you st- then you start. You got to start either red pilling feminism yeah. or just uh, grooming kids. It's you got two options. Honestly, those are the two options. Those apparently, two options. if you're either, a white lady who's affluent, yeah. Who, if you want to build an audience, either kids that you can groom, yep. like target kids, or uh, incel men, divorced dads. Yep. Um, that, those are the two those most are... malleable, and I would think old people. But old people are still watching TV because it used to be you could scam old people on the phone because you know they yeah. now there's so many. They're getting sold reverse mortgages and fucking boner pills. Yeah, they're know, still stuff. on Facebook. So. Still, let me ask you this, um, because you're of that um, sort of, you are. Uh, of the first YouTube celebrity generation. Yes, ask me anything. If I know any knowledge, is YouTube celebrities from the early 2000s. No, my question is more in terms of, um, could you uh, not, uh, be other than, because I think, like you said, there's manipulative people know their audience, right? So if you're a manipulative person, you're gonna, and you wanna uh, manipulate people, it's, you know, dumber people, kids, uh, stuff like that. But do you feel that other than maybe religion, Mm -hmm. um, you recognize attempts by people to groom you during that early age, whether it was content or, or people in general? Absolutely not. No. Um, oh, you mean like from like direct grooming as if like if my if my yeah, creator was DMing me or are you talking about in a broad stroke like someone who attempted manipulation through videos? I th- Maybe both like in, in, in either. Do you think it's more prevalent in one or the other or you know, I'm just saying that somebody that's younger and, and uh, obviously uh, grew up during that time and also a, a girl, obviously, um, how do you have in your life a have you have you had moments when you've realized even as a younger person i'm somebody's this is i'm being manipulated um so yes but also i didn't realize it until i was older um and it's because i now have the tools to do the same manipulation right like choose not to use them but you have the tools now um to recognize it yeah to recognize it uh but I think what I'm noticing, just to reel it back to the um, YouTube and being the first generation of users and viewers, 
it's very i'm getting a very different vibe from like gen z and tiktokers and stuff like that in the sense that there's just like a self-awareness to technology now that we didn't have like in youtube in the early days it was the wild west you can what was that zoo video that was literally the first one you could upload like anything you know the gummy bear song was huge like it was just like the craziest like most chaotic you could do blackface and it was funny um watermelon drea like everything was racist everything was terrible but it was acceptable it was a weird fucking time um everyone laughed at misogyny and racism um and then there were like you know happier moments but like it was just a weird different time and technology just enhanced it all so when it comes to manipulation and grooming yeah i think that specifically back then it was probably a lot easier because you didn't have the terminology back then we were very negative with therapy you're crazy if you went to therapy you know it, it was it was a lot more like boys will be boys like so yeah grooming raping being racist i think everything was just a lot easier to do it was a lot easier to manipulate and it was by and large a worse time when it came to like me a woman you know of color who was lgbt and then also that you can pry on people who on kids who were in the closet and vulnerable and and you know just getting their periods and not knowing what to do and their bodies are changing and hormones and yeah you're gonna pry on all that and you're gonna manipulate and so yeah i would say technology just a regular amount of manipulation it, yeah but technology made it easier and it made it accessible and standard yeah and the kids were didn't know you know it was back in the aol like oh i'm in a chat room and you know parents have to be like you don't know who that is and it's like no it's my friend from toronto that that era because i i do i mean a lot of the stuff that you're talking about does also extend back to like the 90s 90s, which was and i think this is why um it's interesting that you're like a millennial and i'm gen x is that we also had we were we were the first generation we had a computer room in the school so we mm-hmm. we got to go on computer the internet was just starting we barely got like the free disc and the free aol accounts and stuff mm-hmm. like that and and then we were on the chat rooms and and shit like that and um so i do think and then a lot of the stuff that you're talking about in terms of uh, content and and people being less um tight it was listen and growing up 80s 70s 80s 90s if it was if if there was something strange about you that was what people immediately brought up whatever it was whether you're fat or skinny or this happened or that you were going to be that that was your nickname short legged andy or like big head bobby whatever it was and it was a badge of courage for you to be able to take that and that's why it was like so many like your mama jokes and this and that. And ah, there was either mama, you can take yeah, the jokes yeah. or you don't take the jokes. So there was a white girl who was a chola. Like that was her like character. And I I loved it. Like that it was back in the day it was normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was even worse before. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess the, are we getting that old that we're like, this generation is pushies. <laughs> no, because I would never say that that was productive. Like, you know, like, yeah, maybe we can argue a set of jokes we could be like this video is acceptable because i like them for this reason and we could defend them to death but at the end of the day as far as society goes it was it productive no was it more manipulative most of it probably i don't know are we a better society because of it probably we're more self-aware we're kinder look there's two movies that um i loved growing up and that i thought were really well-made films Mm -hmm. and um they're both now considered problematic Ooh, do tell. 
and they are both uh, and they both uh, have Natalie Portman in them. Well, what are you talking about? I mean, there's there's tons of don't movies tell me. Think. Hold on, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. There's tons of movies that you can say that about. Well, the one that I wanted to mention, we'll get back to Natalie Portman, but the one that I wanted to mention was White Chicks, is still mm-hmm. acceptable. I think yeah. it's still not problematic, but it should should be right by all intents and purposes. It's fun. It is it's funny. funny. I mean, you can say this thing about Blazing Saddles. You can say the same same thing about um, American Pie, maybe. American Pie, uh, Tropic Thunder with Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. in blackface for the entire movie. But it's it's he's playing a character that's that that does. So it's it's weird that movie didn't get that treatment. Howard Stern did all kinds of shit and racist shit in the 90s and early 2000s. He, for some reason, doesn't get canceled. Um, it's mm-hmm. a weird thing that we pick and choose certain things and then other things get utterly attacked. But uh, the movie that I was thinking about, and uh, there's a movie called Beautiful Girls. Mm-hmm. And um, it's 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 a good movie. I would watch it because I um, it's I like the filmmaker and I, it's a really cool comedy. But at the core of it is this thirty-something-year-old uh, dude that comes goes back to his hometown. Right, he's got a very standard girlfriend that he's been going out with for two years. You know, and he even says that she's a solid seven. She's a solid seven. This and this and this and stuff like that. And he goes back home, and Uma Thurman is there. Um. Uh, and uh, and he's like infatuated <laughs> with her uh-huh. but also a 15 year old natalie portman is there and she oh, likes no. living next door and yeah. she's like very with it like smart very grown for her age natalie portman at 15 no. and that literally at one point she's like you know why don't you just wait for me for three years and you know so it's basically about uh this guy having this midlife crisis uh or quarter life crisis where he has a girlfriend but he's infatuated with the supermodel with thurman and he's back in his hometown and the next door neighbor is 15 years old and he sort of has this infatuation with her with her so it is a very weird movie um sounds giving me roman polanski vibes but okay no it's uh the filmmaker's dead now um it's (laughs) that's okay just so you know um but um i just remember the vibe of the film and stuff and i was a huge natalie portman fan from the professional the professional is the other movie because there's also if you watch the extended kind of the professional there is a lolita element to it where he's protecting her but he's also they she's also she's she's trying to push herself onto him in that sort of relationship because she feels mm-hmm. that's what she should be doing. Well, that was, I'm glad that you brought it up. Cause that was what I was thinking is there was a Lolita. I mean, I feel like it's always been a thing, you know, cause men fantasize younger women and you, once you take some, you know, once you take the submissiveness out of it and you make the younger girl suddenly have some sort of like power or, or agency, you know, it can make it very fetishized, whatever. I get it. Lolita fetish. Yes. But um there was this time in the early 2000s and I hate myself for admitting this but like I thought I was so cool like I was a, like not like other girls and there was a Lolita so Lana Del Rey you can watch a whole video essay I highly recommend you watch a video essay on like on YouTube because there's plenty of people that cover that era and um yeah Lana Del Rey did a really good job at like kind of normalizing the Lolita complex and like breeding a whole generation of not like other girls um, who just thought we were so mature and so emo and wow, we need to like go, like had a daddy complex and need to go for like older men and shit. Then, you know, 
Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a whole nother topic, but that just reminds me of that because that also came out of like around the time that like the movie 13 came out, which is so inappropriate. It was Nikki Reed and uh, Evan, what is the bisexual actress who dated the rocker guy? Something Evan Rachel Wood, Evan Rachel Wood. And they're 13 years old having full on sex. And that was like artsy for the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that movie, Kids, like, it, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Kids, kid, kids, yeah, Bro. kids. And then, and then Skins. When I was younger, I watched Skins too. Mind you, the actors, I think, were either 16 illegal, 16 is legal over there. But it's still, I watch it now as an adult, and I'm like, they are doing visual things that I don't want to see a child do. Yeah, Kids was definitely, because I, I, I spent a lot of time in that area in New York and stuff like that. Kids was definitely like a thing. That was, there was definitely a segment of life in like that in New York. It is, Kids it was, was my generation's kids. Yeah, like it yeah, was yeah, like, exactly. we're going to do drugs and have sex and we're kids. Yeah. And now in retrospect, it's like, okay, that's content and maybe it's entertaining. But also, who the fuck were the adults in the room filming that? Because yeah. that's so creepy. Oh. Yeah. Listen, I mean, fuck. Do you think the tell me this from a from um from a educational perspective mm-hmm. but do you think that do you think that some of that because if you think about just ev- our evolution and you know you can say the whole thing about well people used to die at 30 so you got married at 13 or mm-hmm. 11 or 12 Right. And, and women were seen as property, and that's why you were 12, you were sold off, you were arranged marriage, all this shit where yeah. we were getting married, having kids at 12, you know, and stuff like that for thousands of years. How much of that is like, because the change to uh, full front, the, the knowledge of full frontal lobe at 25 blah, 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 all this other stuff, laws changing. That's over the last 150, 200 years, mm-hmm. you know? So thousands, thousands of years of doing this, this fucking crazy ass way. As soon as you became any sort of feminine, you were absolutely a woman, you know, you, you bleed, you're a woman, right? Uh, all that stuff. How much of that in, in the, and the residual behavior is based on just kind of that being ingrained in our DNA? Well, I mean, I, that, that argument could also be made to justify rape in the sense that we 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 evolved from monkeys you know rape happens right. which within the natural kingdom and yes we've evolved and yes we have um knowledge and intellect that spreads beyond that and now we know ethics and we have more you know higher morals and more humanistic values and we care about what someone's mental health is and that i, I would assume right yeah. That we wouldn't rape them. But we also still have animalistic tendencies and sexuality and, you know, rape does occur. Um, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily justification for it. Same thing No, not justification, but is that, is there a, is there a medical thing that's extent? like, yeah, is there some of that? Or is it just people that, that see it's, it as the no, past and they're like, they want to hold on to it? Yeah, it's they want to hold on to it because at the end of the day, marriage doesn't isn't even a thing. Yeah, what I mean what is that argument could just continue until we're like, we were monkeys. I can kill you. You know, like we could, I could, like all these things could be justified because in our nature, if we don't talk about nurture, we're animals. Why do we wear clothes? 
Why do we have a house? Why do we, why, who invented a fucking light? Why do we need it? There's a sun, you know? Well, how did we become civilized? Who invented civilization? Why the fuck why do, do we, we need, need any of this? Why do we need, a, why do we need currency? Yeah, why do we need currency? What even is money? Like, well, you, can, you, can, you can dilute anything into that. So when it comes to marriage society, the, you know, you become a woman, blah, blah, like all of this shit is just like, doesn't matter. It's more about why do we have these new rules now in the society and how do we get here? And I think it has a lot to do because we're more ethical and we care more about our human neighbor and their mental health and their well-being. You're not going to rape a 13-year-old girl because she started bleeding yesterday. I would hope not. You know, so it's like as dark as that sounds, it's like we you could dilute everything to like, we're fucking animals and you hurt me. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to, you know, why don't why don't people rape cows? Like it's I don't know. Why don't. People steal girls from villages. We used to be fucked up. I'm just saying. Like, Listen, the reason all those Swedes are so beautiful is they would only take the prettiest girls. When The Vikings would only take the prettiest girls when they got there. And they would take them back home with them. And all of a sudden, we have this race of super blondes. You know? They have a race of super blondes. Right? That's why. Yeah. Yeah, but then also, but then also, like, let's just go on. If we want to have a, as opposed to like a backtracking conversation, a forward tracking conversation, Mm -hmm. why did that stop? Okay, well, we've been through how many wars that have supremacy of a race, and then that ends badly. And then we learn from it, Mm -hmm. right? So people start, I mean, I guess society has moved forward in a way, and we get to a conclusion because of fucking things that happen. It's you know it was I mean yeah at some point slavery and then women's suffrage and then mm-hmm. and now we're rights here. in the fifties and sixties the rise of feminism and oh, yeah. hippies and new thinking and it, it was it was our time to evolve I guess right exactly and I think that like that's why um, it gets me really pissed off when I see people trying to conserve things or to go back to the ways things were especially socially because. We are here to progress. We have progressed and we just need to continue progressing in the way that benefits us all. We've, we've, we've become a more humanistic race, the human race. And we've had more, well, now we, I feel like I have more respect. Like I spoke about me in middle school and how a POC woman, LGBT person in California has so many rights, but if I go to guitar, I get murdered, you know? So we're not there yet. And that's, that's just, you don't have to go to Qatar. You can go to Florida. Yeah, I can go to Florida. Oh, fuck. I, I will in September. Anyway, <laughs> but, and I'm, you, you know. You can tell us how it feels to have less rights over there. Yeah, I'll let you know. Ah, oh, thank you, Mello. Thank you. This is just me ranting. But, you know, yeah, I'm just, that's, that's my, that's my take. We need to just continue progressing and being kind to one another. And again, I've just been trying to play some devil's advocate here. And, and, and no, I no, I totally know because and I and I we have to do it also because we do also get conservative viewers, and it's like we can't just be like we're not you know well, we're not going to consistently be shitting on one side. It's like no, every, let's let's bring it all up and talk about it. Listen, I've had I've had shitty ass views in the past, and I've evolved in some, some not as fast, some not at all. It's just depend on the people, but you can't be afraid to evolve. Um, just to wrap mm-hmm. that up, when I was talking about the movie Beautiful Girl, it was directed by Ted Demi, who is uh, Jonathan Demi's brother. Or uh, There's two Demi directors. And okay. the other movies that he did um, were Blow. He directed Blow. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, Life with, uh, Ed, uh, with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, which is a great fucking movie. If you haven't seen Life, watch Life. The Ref, which is an old movie uh, and uh, old school movie from the 90s called Who's the Man? Um and uh, I found the trailer for Beautiful. And then also the film was made by Miramax, 
So Harvey Weinstein. Oh just, no! Just a note. No, but dude, it, this is like me going back to Dan Schneider's stuff, and I've never seen the trailer for this. I've, I, how I'm, much I'm, 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 feet I'll, content I'll, is on his stuff? All right, let me see if I hope it isn't. They don't take us down for playing this. It's 30 years old, but here's the trailer. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll mute the music part. All of it? Okay. Yeah, maybe. I see here in town for their high school reunion. I've been back exactly uh, four minutes. And I got to So, all of a sudden, I'll give you this. It's brown. You buy a colored diamond for a girl you're not even seeing, man. You've been eating retard sandwiches again. Jesus. I can't watch this. <laughs> With beautiful girls. They're all sisters, Will. Trust me, they're all sisters. It's one big conspiracy. Look at this. Oh, yeah, Rosie. Nice, right? Well, it doesn't exist. These are Silicon City. I could hang my overcoat on them. Can you think of anything better than making love to an attractive stranger in an overfrozen lake with just, just a, a oil light to guide your way? Uh, so, yeah, I'm just muting some of the music so I don't fuck with this. Uh, but basically, this guy goes back to his hometown. Okay, that's that's fair. Matt Dillon, Academy Award winner Timothy Hutton, Rosie O'Donnell, Natalie Portman, Michael Rappaport, Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Academy Award nominee Uma Thurman. Okay, I get it. You're flexing the Academy. Damn. Academy Award attendee. Yeah. So, <laughs> but even then, it's like it's and it's and it's very male gazy. It's the most yeah, beautiful gonna, girls. This just feels like very male gazy to me. But yeah, it's anyway. like you know, it's about these dudes and figuring out what they want from the women, and then like Rosie's supposed to be like the the one to talk shit back to them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, she's the wise, the wise, ugly one. They super but... downplayed uh, the inappropriate relationship of him with his next door neighbor yeah uh, and oh my god they even had her on the poster yeah like, it was one of the main girls oh this oh. is so bad oh my god yeah yeah i'm oh. so glad we progressed out of that uncomfortableness uh, oh but man. i but growing up uh this is a movie from the 90s i i really liked the director ted demi yeah but looking back at it you're like oh my god how did yeah that, no did i mean really and i have work? a but see that's the thing that's you know you you look back and you judge later on right like does it stand the test of time and that yeah that's my thing for sure i have a lot of those but i think skins the lana del rey time like all of that where i was like dude I, like it's just glorifying underage drinking sex drugs all of that and like watching it back is very cringe it's so cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely, it's definitely fucking cringe. Like, like man, like I used to really jokes. Just like, I used to really like this, and now it's like, it's the whole separating the. Uh, it's also the same thing you do when, like, if you talk about Woody Allen and Woody Allen movies. There's a lot of awesome, very awesome Woody Allen movies, but we've learned now that he's more than likely a piece of shit. So it's it's very weird to separate the artist from the art. And some of the same people might be having that issue with Kanye. Um, yeah. People have the issue with different stuff as they're outed as different things. So it's just kind of a real, oh, it's, it's a weird relationship we have with art, obviously yeah. as well, because artists yeah. don't tend to be the most stable of people anyway. Just, well, I mean, every everyone as well, like George Washington owns slaves, you know? Yeah, but, and nobody's perfect, man. Don't get too close to your idols. Yeah, I think we also have to separate the 
people, the art, everything from their time as well. Not separate, but like just acknowledge whatever time frame they lived in, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It does happen. It's it's a weird thing. It's it, that's why I'm I'm glad there there were gray area people and not yes. black and white. Excuse me. Pardon me. All right. Uh, let me do a couple of palate cleansers here. All right. There All you right. go. This is a uh, this is the the unironic. Oh, this is a palate cleanser. Okay, she's gonna serve. I'm what happy right now because I haven't seen near as many rainbow flags and rubbish as we've seen last year. They're making the kids wear these flags and these hats. Yes. Right. And it's like yeah. don't look at put, the don't make the kids no, wear these flags and these hats and make it their entire personality. Yeah. Absolutely. They made the whole identity. They got the shirts. They've got the flags. They got the hats. They got the shirts. It's like it's their whole personality. You got these people with these flags. They're waving it in our faces. I don't care if you're gay. Like, just don't wave this flag in my face. These flags everywhere that they wave around in everyone's face. It's become their entire personality. Yeah, absolutely. You have these people with their flags and their hats that they wave around in everyone's faces, and it's become their entire personality. I live in a place where everybody is gay. I don't say you can't say gay. It's Florida. Oh, no, that's only at Disney. You should have seen how how it looked me trying to just get on a flight to get down here with a MAGA hat on. They treated me like I was Osama bin Laden. It's become harder. You look like a psycho. To be open yeah. about your identity nowadays. Yeah, I, people just need to speak up. They need to say what they believe. I'm a straight male as well. You're straight male. No okay, I'm proud of. I'm proud of that. You should see my truck. Yeah, I can't see out my back window because I got some of these bumper stickers. Just on a, day, a Saturday or Sunday, I got nothing to do. I put my flags out and I ride through town to remind the everybody. That they didn't put the irony together. You know, some people don't like that identity. Can you imagine like going someplace and being attacked just for your identity? That's crazy. Crazy. Wow. The irony is so lost on them. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah so shout out Walter Masterson. He does a bunch of stuff like that. I love that. Um, I think, I'm happy right now. I think some of them he sets up like he'll, he'll do He'll go to like abortion stuff and, and whatnot. Yeah, right. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, best way to get them. All right. Give me a second here. All right. Nobody over 25 will pass this Jenny X Gen Z slang quiz. So we're not supposed oh, to. All right. Let's do, let's try, but I, I'm a yeah. fail. You think you'll fail? Oh, 100%. I would. I stopped learning slang, I'm going to say, like, three years. Yeah, 25 Summer, is accurate. I saw the first one, and I was like, I know that. All right, what are you doing if you're spilling tea? Okay, you're uh, gossiping. gossiping. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, how do you go next? Next question. Um, what does it mean if something is basic? Oh, come on. I, unoriginal. Unoriginal. So we're doing better than expected. All right. Well, we're only in, like, two. What is a whip? That's a car. Wait, that, yeah, I thought it was a, yeah, I thought it was a, um, Much older. that's not Gen Z, because a whip yeah, is literally like, 90s, 90s, yeah, when is something extra, when it's like too mm, much, it's, uh, it's more than it's supposed, when something is extravagant, extra extravagant, yeah, yeah, extravagant or flamboyant, yeah, oh, we're acing this test, we're super Gen Z, but also a bop, yeah, like a good song, Okay. All right. Never mind. This is a, a poor, Bob, a poor, 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 poor. Whoever made this is like an old millennial. <laughs> an old millennial. Okay, old millennial it. who knows nineties term. Oh, wig. but I've known every single that try to guess what wig means. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Maybe they got me here. I don't know. Maybe what, they got. What, yeah. Maybe they got a wig. Uh, 
I don't know. Try to guess what wig means. Anybody knows what wig like, means? Uh, Mellow, you out there? What does wig mean? A cat made of hair? I know that's wrong. It can't, it, it, amazing. It's wig. I don't know. You want to be amazing? I don't know. I don't know. A cat amazing. Made of hair. Hey! Oh! That's amazing. I would wig never it. say that, but cool. Have you heard of and, uh, and the oop? It's like, ooh, like it's a reaction. Or, uh, make a funny meme. Uh, Making a mistake, a recipe for fasting. Ooh, see that's hard because I would oop like when I hear tea. Like I'd be like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> so should should we say a funny meme? Yeah, a funny meme. Yeah. Oh no, it's oh, making a mistake. Making a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know what woke means? Yes. Yes. Aware of social injustice. Yes. Duh. Tall. Duh. <laughs> Tbh. To be, to be honest. honest. Yeah, we know this one. Come on, come on. Can't be with someone hurt. Ghosting, yes, I know what oh, that someone is. Someone just leaves. Uh, just giving a side hug, being ignored. Being ignored, yeah. yeah. Uh, swole. Workout. You work out a lot. You're buff. You're buff. buff. You're buff. You're You're your muscles swollen. are swollen. <laughs> Can you decipher fit? That is your outfit. Yeah, it's an outfit. Fit of the day, baby. Uh, Finn is old. Like yeah, I'm gonna, old. I'm gonna yeah. do this. I'm gonna yeah. do this. I want to do it. I planning and, something. Yeah, planning something. Uh, Luke. Luke. I'm assuming it's fashion. What a look, darling. Uh, a special outfit. Uh, oh, that's a look. Yeah, a special outfit. It's a look. It's a look. It's a look. Uh, beat. Uh, <laughs> trying to guess what beat. I mean, I know uh, what it used to mean. I know beat your face is a p- aggressively applying makeup, but not just beat. So I don't know. Stepping on the ground. Yeah, I guess aggressively applying. Aggressively, makeup. yeah. Let's just guess for that. And it's beat your face. It's not yeah, just beat. Yeah, beat your face. Uh, beat your Gucci. Face. Do you remember Good. what Gucci means? Good. Good. It's cool. It's nice. Oh, Gucci. Yeah. What's Gucci? We're Gucci. We're Gucci here. Fam, fam. is family. Friends family, or close friends. Close friends, yeah. close friends is fam. Friends. Glow, up Glow up when someone gets hotter. A makeover or transformation? Yeah. And we are so young. Uh, Stan is. You know this one? Uh, yes. You're an internet person. You should. An obsessive fan is yeah. a Stan. A Stan. It yeah. comes from the Eminem song Stan. Stan, look at you knowing <laughs> origin and shit. <laughs> Come on, but I will say these are also terms like shook. Like we we've used this. Yeah, shook is from the nineties. I'm, 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 I'm like right yeah. now, kids are saying like other shit and other old shit. terms with different. Bruh. Dude, this is old too. Yeah, this is old. This is a. This is like from six years ago. Bougie, come bougie. on. Bougie, fancy. Fancy, come oh, on. Bougie. We've only gotten one wrong. Clout. Uh, popular. Popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeet, mm-hmm. come on. Is that to, when you? Do you know this one? You throw something. Yeah, you eat it. You eat it. You eat it. Sus, Sus. is suspicious. Mm-hmm. It's right there in the word. Uh, fire is cool. awesome. Awesome. The same way bad meant cool. Yeah. So, uh, TFW is that Thanks feeling when that feeling. I don't know. Oh, you knew one. I didn't know. You knew that, one. I did not know that feeling when. No idea what that was. Uh, savage. Uh, Another old one. It just means cool, nice. Savage <gasps> is in this context. Oh, in this what's dirty. The savage. No, harsh. Mm. harsh. Mm. The Gem C Savage is used when someone is calling another harsh, mean spirit of wild uh, savage. He's a oh, savage. like you're being savage. Yeah, That's you're it. savage. Oh, that makes what sense. is a squad? Is your group of friends? <laughs> High school student. 
salty. I'm being you're, salty, bitch. Yeah, you're being salty. Jealous, right? Yeah, too much, be, too much sodium. Awesome. You have, you are. You had too much <laughs> sodium today. <laughs> Mellow so, so far. Right. That's pretty good. We spot the spot the boomer. Trolling, uh, like, making fun. Yeah, someone who collects troll dolls. <laughs> someone <laughs> trying to annoy people online. All right. Yeah. Uh, low key means not high key. Not high key. Discreet. It's low key. It's low key. Uh, high, high key, key not discreet. <laughs> <laughs> being really into something all right um clap back is when you respond right responding to an insult yeah when you talk when someone talks shit to you and you go clap, clap, back. clap back uh smh is shaking my head right my, yep I'm Shake, smh this is this means this quaking oh. isn't that is that like uh that thing where the mormons lie on it's top so, of each it, other and somebody jumps up and down on the bed exactly yeah that's, <laughs> that, that's an option surely that's, that's quaking right i would say like surprise like i'm like oh i'm quaking with this information that i just got oh you my were, god you would be right yeah oh no that's docking where the gay guys put uncertainty. no isn't it it's, it's nastier because it has to do with like Mo- oh, it's it's like a moist thing, right? It's, it's like a mo- it's like a watery, yeah. yeah. That's but that's the thing where the 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 people that can't have soaking. soaking, soaking, soaking. They sit together. They they put they put themselves in the position, and then somebody else jumps up and down on the bed. Don't be Mormons, guys. That sounds All right. weird. No, docking is when I don't even know why, why I know what this means. <laughs> we'll make it a word. But do- you know, you know what docking is, right? No. Docking is when uh, uh, uncircumcised guys. Uh, sort of dock with each other what the fuck like they touch they, they touch wee wees and then one of them has the the, the shield cover thing oh. and you sort of dock you know that's what docking means that happens wow. yeah that happens kind of romantic yeah it's like, hey, let's, like that. let's just it's like et yeah yeah et, that, ET that's go, beautiful Good uh, for them. what is a hype beast Oh, see, that's hard. Charismatic, confident, or tacky? Because I think it's tacky, as in, like, I wouldn't do it, but I feel like it's trendy. It's it's someone who wears, like, all brand names. Got it. Labels. Which I think is extremely tacky. (laughs) Yeah. Goat means greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. And it's way overused. Yeah. Everybody's, you're a goat, he's a goat, she's a goat. It makes no one goats and wild donkeys. Um, yeah. Pairing a couple. yeah. I ship someone every day. What do you ship? I ship me and pasta constantly. I ship <laughs> me and <laughs> you with <laughs> four dogs. Yeah. Uh, uh, see if you know the acronym of HM- HMU. Have my umbrella, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> Happy mini unicorn. Wow, we're getting wow. so unserious. <laughs> Like I think they started off. No like cap said, on God. No cap on God. No cappuccino. That's how I say it. Yeah. <laughs> no when you cap- go to Starbucks. No cappuccino. Do you know what drip means? Yeah, uh, it's the style. It's the drip. Looks or style. You gotta have yeah. your drip. I got that uh, drip. You know that riz. When something hits different. <laughs> it's good. It's amazing. It's just I'm, I feel like this is an easy one. Uh, when something feels different than it should. No, wait. When something has a severe effect. So what the fuck? the same fucking thing that literally was the same definition in different words but okay. who is the main character Ooh. somebody who thinks that everything's about them right 
uh main i would say that's main character syndrome someone who takes themselves too serious yeah someone who likes like the world that revolves around them yeah 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 Yeah. like they think they're the main character but i think tiktok kind of diluted that term and now we all have we all say we all at some point are main characters we We are are the main character in our own life and I'll be yeah. like, someone may, I'll be like, my ex made a cameo. Like, you know, like people will be like, ooh, yeah. this season, last season, whatever. It's great. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Like taking yeah, it yeah. to that effect. Like, For the uh, season finale, I'm going to Pride. Like season, <laughs> like, you know. like season 27 of Sophia show is going to be <laughs> yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah. You know who's going to guest star? I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how people have Plot twist. Plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go. moving to Europe. Uh, bet means uh, I'm down. Yes. Hell yeah, down. Yeah, bet. That's bet. old too. That's Let's old as fuck. That is old. Skirt. Skirt. <laughs> A slang skirt. word. Um, when something is really cool, I don't. I don't know what skirt means. I thought it just meant it's just like something you throw in. I would say the tire screeching. Because skirt to me, I say, oh, okay, and okay, I'm okay. like, Ooh, yeah, like. Skirt, wait, go back. What did you just say? Wait, skirt, we gonna what did you say? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. the sound of the tires. So yeah, it's kind of like we need to we need to turn back. Anomatopia. Anomatopia. Anomatopia of tires screeching. Okay, I got that. So um, that's how you spell it. Wow. Uh understood the assignment. What do you think? Do it's you think? um when some oh, wait, uh, when someone was really successful at a task, right? They they understood yeah. the assignment, they dressed the right way, right? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. uh, they, they knew they knew how to handle the situation. Yeah. They kill the role, you know. <laughs> what about say less? When somebody says say less, it means I understand. Mm-hmm. I got the point. Say less. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. That is like like I I I feel I would never say no cap other than in an ironic way. Sometimes okay. I'll say no cappuccino, mm-hmm. uh, but I would never say no cap. I would never say skirt. But I do feel comfortable with say less because I think it's more of a universal. And some yeah. of the stuff that's been around since the '90s, I obviously feel comfortable. I'm like with one that. step a little ahead of that, but I'm also not too far. Like I would never say no cap. Yeah. I wouldn't say on God. I but I, d- I, I at first didn't say bet, and now I say bet sometimes. Unironically, but literally, I've been saying bet since like 1992, so it's not. Sometimes it, 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 it's it happens, you know. Uh, it slaps. They say slaps. I do. People have said slaps before. Is excellent or amazing? Thank you. Yeah, I need something yeah. that slaps. Um, it's the vibe. And they're well, definitely that, that's my they're favorite. definitely white, right? Because a lot of this is cultural, and a lot of this is like you know. Oh the, yeah, the yeah. Kids yeah. are saying vibe. Vibe has been around since the seventies. It's what been exactly. About? Oh yeah, yeah. Most of <laughs> most of the things are like gentrified. Like I think what they wanted to do is vibing or something like that because hanging out, relaxing is a vibe. But it's yeah. a whole. Maybe the use of the words been around. Some of these is like the, the the words have been around forever, but it's the use of the words. Like it, like it's yeah. more. It's a whole vibe is is a new sort of way versus of saying. vibing versus your vibe, all of that. What's his uh, vibe? What's her like vibe? In my, in my generation, I think Slay had so at the beginning of Slay, it was a it was a drag queen term. That's where it started. It was like Slay, Slay Queen. Ooh, now the kids are saying Slay in a different way. Sure. I learned that recently. I was like. Uh, cancel, boycotted, shamed, etc. Mm-hmm. That's very, very clear. When someone types the letter W, what are they trying to say? When? When? Take the W. Rare. Oh. Lufia, win. 
what is a snack? Uh, Me? <laughs> I'm the whole damn meal. <laughs> Sorry. I'll meal to lead in between uh, a tall person, ironically, a short person, someone you find attractive. Yes. But it, it could also be self. Uh, yes. Something being camp means that it is. Ooh. Campsy? Campy? Uh, uh, I think it's when something is so otter tacky that it becomes cool. I, I think I think so too. Yeah. Something called camp means odd tacky, uh, banal, or theatrical, but See, in an elegant way. Yeah. See, I, I heard that on TikTok the other day, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Like I know was, camp. It, yeah, it's like, like that's camp. Uh, like that one uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is camp, right? Yeah. Uh, if well, no, that's can... like campy. That's like more campy. Of a... So is campy different from camp? Camp is more of like, uh, like, yeah, because campy, I would say, is like a vibe versus camp is like a look. I don't know how that makes sense, but it wow. does in my head. See, I just felt old right there in a second. Uh, you, I don't tells, know. If someone <laughs> tells that makes you sense. to take several seats, this means they. You need to calm the fuck down, I feel like, right? uh you're doing too much like you need to chill take several seats i feel like the next one's gonna be like what does the bomb.com mean oh Uh, my god that's the bomb uh will say that if you know you know right Mm -hmm. yep i y k y k (laughs) yeah i y k y k k k k k uh Living room three. Oh my gosh. Uh, since someone is yourself or something, living rent free in your head, that's an easy one. Uh, what a, a young person just told you, I'm dead. What do they mean? They're a ghost. They died of laughter, right? Or Wait, which one? Is it they died of laughter or they're freaking out about something? They're emotionally numb. They're literally dead. I'm what dead. Was the, what was the word? I'm dead. Yeah. They died of laughter. They died of laughter or is it they're freaking out about something? Oh, see, this is the one where you could say it on both both situations. Yeah, I'm dead. I say I'm dead because I'm dying of laughter. I'm like, that's so funny. Like, I'm right, dead. Right. But it can also be used like, like I'm dead, like I'm super embarrassed, right? I, I wouldn't yeah. use it in that context. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Then. But, Gen, but Gen Z, it could be as like, like I'm dying. I don't know. It's again, it's... <laughs> one of those things that's weird a flex is showing off your accomplishments right yeah like weird flex talents yes absolutely weird flex but okay what's a read i don't know this oh when i have a good read on someone reading a book out loud an insult a book of reading a movie script oh never mind i don't know an insult i really don't know <gasps> wow, I just learned something new. I didn't know a read was an insult. Originating from Black and LGBT communities, you should already know this. Uh, reading someone means yeah. studying someone and looking at their personality flaws. You've been read. It's read. Oh, read. You've and been other read. things you can insult them on. Okay. You've been read. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been reading you. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I, that bitch read you. Okay, yes, I know it. Okay, yes. Hey, Thank we got 57 out of 60. You are totally oh, Gen Z. Not- <laughs> There's no denying that you're part of Gen Z. Great job. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, out of 60. Oh, we did so good. 57 out of 60. I feel like most of these weren't even like Gen Z. That is amazing. No, a lot of them were like 90s, 70s. I feel like 
the one time I had um, the makeup artist, uh, what's I forgot. Uh, uh, so, uh, she was on um, Alien Story. She's the one that cut off uh, Dominic's fingers. Okay. Uh, Zoe, I believe, is her nephew. Um, and I had her on, and she's a big anime fan. So I did a bracket bit with like a shitload of like animes on there. Uh-huh. But I don't know nothing about anime. I mean, when she got on, when she was doing it, she's like, oh, that's a shitty ass anime. You shouldn't have put that on the list. Oh, no. That <laughs> so I feel, like a, I feel like a Gen Z person would look at this and be like, we don't say any of this shit. Like, no, we don't say any of this. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, no. I'm surprised like fire wasn't in there because that's something we use, millennials. You would think they would have misjudged and put it on there. Dude, I'm trying so hard to find this TikTok of like a job interview. A millennial interviews a Gen Zer, and it's so good. A millennial interviews a Gen Zer. Yeah, like an older millennial interviewing a Gen Zer for like a job interview, and it's so funny. Like, oh god, no cap. Like, how are you feeling? I feel like my vibes off or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, the vibes are off. I'm quiet quitting. It's so great. I need to send it to you. Oh, I need to find it. Um. Yeah, I think uh, there's a job interview with a millennial. Oh, that's kind of old. No, there's one with like it's like a lady and a dude, but I when I googled it, I just found like two girls, and I don't know that that's the one. Okay, well, oh, I can't it. I can't find it, but let's see. I don't know. Uh, what is this? Uh, this is something I saw. Uh, senior leadership and board retreat for urban nonprofit. What the fuck? I don't know. It was just this picture, and it's just a bunch of white people. Of and, course. And everybody was like, and it was like the diversity initiative. Is this Jennifer Aniston? Oh my god! Wait, that looks exactly like Jennifer Aniston. I'm not even fucking. What? Wait, it, and then this is this Monica? That's this like, Courtney Cox. Wait, is that Courtney Cox? Wait, is this a yes. friends reunion? It's not a friends reunion, but it's like them and their white friends. Yeah. This is a this is a wait. Friend's... Okay, that's John Mulaney back there, and oh that's my God. The... oh wait wait did somebody Photoshop these people in? Adam Scott. No, they're definitely there, right? AI AI is that good? Wait, that's Adam Scott, right? And that's John Mulvaney. And this is a very weird picture. Wait, I really, I'm really, I'm really intrigued about what what, what were they doing? Uh, gentrification gang. I don't know what the fuck this is, but this is a picture that kind of went viral the last couple of days, and it's just, and I put all right, all white, all white, but this is kind of weird that the more you look at it, but like, he looks like he's Photoshopped, because this looks like he's cut, copied and pasted on there. So somebody might have... I don't have, know. He looks like he's there, man. I don't know. This is... Well, maybe I found a different... This is, this is weird. I'm sorry. Wait, I really... No, I need I, to know. I need to know I, now. Let me see if I can find... Let me... Okay, because I retweeted the original picture. So let me look at the original picture and see if it looks any different from that one. Oh, my God. Let me see what we got here. As I'm we... still looking for this Gen Z fucking... It's alright. Yeah, the this is where I found it, and um, he's like, it would be interesting to take a peek at the kitchen at Juan Medina. Uh, it was there, and I don't know what is that picture. Hmm. 
It's interesting. Anyway. Is that like a crystal? I don't know. Wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah, this Wait, look at the comments. What are they? What the oh, uh, let me see if this is the original. Uh, senior leadership. I think the first person that put it was this. And uh, urban nonprofit dedicated to expanding diversity and fighting racism. Uh, this person doesn't get the joke. Where are the black and brown faces considering it's an urban nonprofit? Uh, but then it's no one weird. caught up. No one caught up that it's a friends thing. Oh, um, this is Jimmy Kimmel's lodge. The funny thing is, Kimmel has an annual tradition of photoshopping himself. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> Sorry, I need to know. All right, yeah, I, well, sent, I sent to, you the link. I finally to, found it. To be continued. All right, let me pull this up here. All right, so let's see what we got here. So how? All right, let's move this over here. <laughs> try to keep. Try to tell me what all of these slang terms mean. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. So how have the vibes been lately? Low key, off. <laughs> Go off, King. I just <laughs> go off, King. <laughs> uh, see, those are more like, but I still yeah. understand them. I just think they're so crazy. far, so far. Hold on, uh, I play this back a little bit. Yeah, just, just put it in loud, a little louder. Hold on a second. So, how have the vibes been lately? Low key, off. Go off, King. I just feel like life's been mad cringe lately. Like instead of taking W's, I'm taking L's. And how's your Riz? <laughs> mid. Nope. All right, Riz is I, your Riz. Your Riz is, mid. Your, your Riz is uh, like if I'm going to go. Okay, let, let's say theoretically I went somewhere to to try to talk to a girl. My Riz would be how I would, you know, like. How you approach. Yeah, yeah. How it's you approach, right? Like your it's your game, it's your game yeah, right? It's your game, like, it's your game, right? It's your game. You're really no game. Riz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No cap on God. Hmm. <laughs> it's giving depression. <laughs> See, you use it's giving a lot. And I always was like, is Sophia, is Sophia older, young enough to say that? Dead ass. Dead ass. Yeah, I am. I am because I'm fucking gay, no okay? And we say Go off, King. I just feel like life's been mad cringe lately. Like instead of taking W's, I'm taking L's. And how's your Riz? Mid. No cap? On God. <laughs> it's giving depression. Dead ass? Dead ass. <laughs> facts. That's facts. No printer. Period. <laughs> No what? No what? Period. He said no printer. No printer? Damn. No printer. Period. No printer. Okay. The only one I didn't understand was no printer. I'm gonna Google. Is that a thing people are saying now? No, no cappuccino. No cap. No, on no God. cappuccino. On God. How's your Riz been recently? Low key mid. Mid. Yeah. Your Riz has been. My Riz has been, you know, Rizzy. Well, on God, this year, okay. <laughs> it's been, I've been taking a lot of W's. Just... <laughs> you taking some W's? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Period. No printer. <laughs> no cap. Yes, you're right. I don't have a cap today. I'm just rocking my man bun. I have no I know, and I do have a cap. Hey. You, care. you, yes, cap. Me, no cap. That's interesting. See, we're Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. 
Oh, sorry. Ah, millennial and a Gen Xer making fun of Gen Z. Uh, Gen Z. I will say I'm a young millennial. So. Uh, I saw this meme. I thought it was great from Satan. Uh, admitting you cheated on your husband, create an entire religion to explain why you're pregnant with another man's kid. Yeah. Oh my God. I have to follow Satan. Are you kidding me? She is Satan. sassy. Sassy. Do you think Satan has a Threads account? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they they started it. Satan. Uh, okay. Let's they see. No, I'm so sad. Let me knock out a couple more here and then get out of here. Um. So, do we really want to get into SCOTUS or? No, not anymore. I feel not like really. I feel like we did enough bullshit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been. I, I feel like also like those really good topics. Not gonna lie, like we had pretty deep conversations. I feel. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. We weren't gonna get to it, and I think, you know, even though I don't care about being political, like there's so many people that do it better, and it's just like we're we're so far left to center on it. It's just gonna sound like you know. Yeah, there's not Obviously a lot that I can say except like yeah. I'm disappointed. It's discrimination, blah 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 blah, all of that. Like, yeah, I mean the the short of it is uh, they sanction discrimination against LGBT people based on fake cases. The only other thing I thought that that I saw, excuse me that I saw was interested is that um, that this that that this was their step one, uh, packing the court, and they're doing what they want, and don't everything's on the table. Yeah. Uh, any everything's on the table. Uh, they took gay marriage. They took abortion. They're they're trying to send everything back to the states. And don't be surprised when they start going for far back. This is definitely a when they came from the gays. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're also trying to. They're literally trying to end um, birthright um, uh, birthright citizenship, which means if you if you're born in the United States. So basically they're saying now, Oh, because it, so many people are getting in and being birthed yeah, here. But how, but yeah. do you really think if they, if they're like, Oh, if you've been in the United States less than two years and you have a child, your your their kids don't have birth, don't have birthright citizenship. If they get that, don't you think that they're going to keep going backwards and just be like, Oh, if your ancestors weren't, you know what I'm saying? Like these are mother, they're, they're, they they're can, mother. they can. I mean, they have the, they have the yeah. majority right now. And I think they're using it to like, Yeah. Yeah, and uh, both Trump and DeSantis want to earn birthright citizenship. They say they'll do executive orders to do that. It's literally oh. the 14th Amendment in the Constitution. You need a constitutional amendment to change that. So it's it's it's, it's so obviously funny. it's pandering, but it's fuck all these fucking fascist motherfuckers. I'm not going to yeah. have children. The bloodline ends with me. Why? Uh, in one that was a little bit less... In this uh, country? About, in this economy? In this world? Hmm. Uh, let me go to Sweden. <laughs> let the super blondes. I mean, I'll have not? a super blonde, baby. Uh, all right, let me knock these out here. Okay, um, let me see if you agree with this list. Uh, these are the uh, <gasps> most essential LGBTQ shows of the 21st century. Oh, that is hard. Okay. I'm going to put it in the comment section in case anybody wants to follow along. Uh, tell me if you agree with these. Um, Tuca and Birdie. Uh, no this idea is a what cartoon. That is. Uh, this is a Netflix. It's kind of the style of uh, Bojack. Bojack. Um, Wandering Sun. Never seen it. 
uh, live action American TV anime. I can see how they're trying to cater to everyone because Sensei, yes, Sensei, did you watch that? It was a very expensive show, and they they, I did not watch it, but they did a lot for me. Poncho, um, Poncho Herrera and Erendira Ibarra were in it, which they're very famous Latino actors, and that was like they broke through the states and they were here and they were queer and it was great and Poncho Herrera specifically doing that for Mexico at least it was a very huge statement um and Miguel Silvestre as well because he's Spanish he's Mexican and for them to just play a gay role was just like man Mexico talked about it like it was because he was a rebelde like he you know he was like heartthrob of the fucking like millennium and then and then he plays a very vivid gay role. Like the sex was very vivid. Oh. Um, I didn't watch it because I, I gave it a chance and I didn't like it. Um, You're not forced to like everything. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I have That's right. no, I'm kidding. No, I tried. I tried. I just wasn't super into it. Um, but it was it was nice. It was impactful, I would say, for a specifically Mexican LGBT people. Grace and Frankie, I never saw. Never saw. Uh, Los Spookies. Never saw either. But it sounds Latino, so I'll I'll watch it. It was like a Latino uh, sketch comedy show, right? Yeah. I feel like I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yes, bitch. Okay, so the reason, because this one, David, David. Okay, so um, yeah, there were gay characters in the show. um, But I feel like Moira... And Alexis also became like a drag phenomenon. Phenomena. What was uh, so, Gracie and Frankie about, Lizzie? Is it any- Gracie and Frankie? I'm sure they're going to be higher up on the list. It was, but also, were they gay? I didn't watch it. I they thought were, it was like a Golden Girls with the. Um, yeah, this was a Grace and Frankie. Yeah, it's Golden Girls were two. Oh, gay why guys. did they put? Oh, it's because they're gay. Sorry. So the husbands. I, I also gave Grace and Frankie a shot. Um, the first episode right away. It's two besties with um husbands and then both their husbands are having an affair and they're gay and they separate yeah yeah and they're the gay guys okay that makes sense now i now i remember yeah i watched like three episodes okay so shit's creek shit's creek i watched all of it that is my shit that is my humor that is one of the best shows of all time i've never watched it period on god no cap on god no cop (laughs) it's not mid it's not mid. It's not. You sure it's not mid? All right, because I can't be watching no shit that's mid. I just finished no. watching the bear. Period. No printer. What's <laughs> what's the bear? The bear's on Hulu. Uh, I believe you're using my subscription. Uh, the bear is. I haven't used it, it, but yes, I'm logged in. <laughs> the bear is. Um, A hairy gay guy. No. <laughs> It's okay. Ironically, not yuck ironically, no, that's that's it. No, the bear is about this uh, world class chef, like mm-hmm. this world class like chef that works at like a Michelin star restaurant in New York, uh, that goes to Chicago to take over his brother's um, sandwich shop that killed himself. So okay. it's this uh, like he's like one of the best chefs in the world, and he's in the middle of Chicago working at like a, a shop that sells like Polish sausages and Chicago beefs and stuff like that, like mm, gotcha. like a, like a like a like a greasy spoon type place. Um, but the perf- and it's really if you like anything that has to do like with like the kitchen with like kitchen stuff, it's really good. It's really it's a character study, but it's also about like the the back working at a restaurant basically okay um so 
I it, it was a sensation last year, and then season two just dropped a few weeks ago, and I had not I had not watched season one. I got home from 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 a karaoke gig at like one in the morning, and I put on an episode while I was sitting here unwinding, and I ended up watching like six episodes and being up to like four in the morning. Okay, I was like, Fuck, I have so it's good. It was yeah, good. Yeah, so it was good. Too. Yeah, so the bear, the bear was yeah, really it, good. Yeah, Hulu's right. got some good shops. Bear, if if you're on Hulu, look if you're if you're gonna use the Hulu. Watch the bear. This fool, obviously, uh, reservation, do- uh, uh, reservation dogs, yeah, as well, mm-hmm. yeah. And is another really great Hulu show. So uh, that's with uh, Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta is really, really good. Atlanta reservation dogs and uh, this fool are shows about specific uh, like marginalized groups mm-hmm. by those people um and they're really i think really all three of them are really authentic shows in their own way so i think those are does that and then the bears about white polish people from chicago and it does it in an authentic way too oh i love that all right Shits creek uh i let's have see a else. polish friend from chicago i'm not kidding chicago sort I of do. i've <laughs> never seen this never seen it all right um orange is the new black that was great i agree i agree that was great i was agree uh it's a sin I've never, never seen. seen it, but that it? looks like what's her face, and I love her. I think it's from the creator of Queer's Folk. Mm. Uh, and what else? Steven Universe? I've never seen, seen it. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, the L word. I think that. Oh, I'll, there we go. Now we're I getting pre- into Bible territory. I predict we'll see Modern Family on this list. Oh, definitely. And I predict we'll see. What else do you RuPaul. think will be in the top 10? Rutal's Drag Race. Queer's uh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. The L Word. The L Word. is there. Uh, we don't have a lot, and it's only shows, so it's hard. Ellen? Ellen? Yeah. Ellen? Ellen? I'm Ellen. My only guess would have been RuPaul and the L Word, so I, you I know, know we're halfway there, halfway there on that one. Uh, the L word, obviously, uh, it's about lesbians living their lives. Veneno, veneno. What's what this? is this? I mean, what is are this? Those a biographical? Yeah, this is a biographical drama of Cristina Ortiz Rodriguez or La Veneno, a Spanish media personality and a pers- and a pioneering trans celebrity. Uh, from her career in the 90s to 2016 death, the show alternates between Veneno's career arc and a story of Valeria Vegas, Lola Rodriguez, the journalist who wrote the biography of the series. Uh, Will and Grace, yeah, that's a possibility too. Will and Grace, uh, is a, yeah, definitely uh, is going to be up there. I kind of want to watch this. This looks I kind of want to watch that too. Okay, Benindo. Benindo. 2020. Okay, that makes sense. I would. Okay, RuPaul, 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 RuPaul should right. be number one. Come on, they have RuPaul's a show in every country now. Will and Grace, uh, Will and Grace, is. you called it, uh, Liz. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was and a very good show. I may destroy you. Never, I've never heard of that. I've heard about it. I heard it's pretty good. I have not seen it yet, though. Uh, Harley Quinn. I've heard really good things about this show. I mean, it has underpinnings, but it's not queer, is it? I think they're very like they're in a relationship, in it, aren't they? I don't know. Oh, possibly. I, queer as folk. There we go. Queer as folk. Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, posse. Pose. Posse. Pose. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Pose. It's a very popular show. I don't know how the word is pronounced. Is it posse or pose? I, I don't know. I would go with pose, but I'm not sure, and I also don't watch it. Six feet under? I've never seen it. Oh, my gosh. I'm homophobic. 
Angels in America. Oh. Okay, Meryl Streep, immediately no. Immediately no. Well, you have you did you ever see the 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 play Angels in America? No, is it is it very gay? It is the well, I don't know if it's more gay than Rent, but they're both uh 90s super hit. Oh, HIV. HIV queer out uh Broadway smashes. Angels in America is Angels in America is one of the most overdone monologues for acting auditions from like 95 to like 2015 probably anybody any well, gay actor probably has done a, a monologue of like the guy looking at himself in the mirror I'll, like, I'll, I'll look into it but even with rent mm. the movie i had issue with everyone being fucking straight in that movie like mm. why do people why do listen i mean that's rent for another day but it's mm. always the straightest actors that get these roles and it's so annoying i'm yeah, like I think at least like, I think like Pacino has done Angels. Like it's also like a thing. Like many, many big actors have done Angels in America. Like different versions of it. I mean, no shade um, to like Meryl Streep, but like a little shade. Yeah, well, she's an incredible actress, but this is she. It's she's not really like the. I think it's more about the characters really than than about her. Yeah, it's about like the topic because yeah, I mean, I would have said Rent like number one as well, but like I, it's. But they never a, did a that's show. That's a movie, about, and it's a, yeah, yeah, they never yeah. did a show on it. They did. Rent stayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angels in America but came Rent out nineteen ninety one. I think Rent came out nineteen ninety two or ninety three. You know, but Angels in America is definitely uh, that's. You might get your gay card for not watching Angels in America. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean, I watched all the lesbian ones. And I watched the... I know about Poncho Herrera and Erendira Ibarra. You wouldn't tell me... You wouldn't be able to tell me that history. Come on. I'm Latina as well. You can't just give me white people stuff. Who's American stuff. Huh? Like Americanized stuff. I'm like, a lot of people sometimes are like, man, you don't listen to a lot of music. So I'm like, ask me a shit in Spanish. I listen to more shit. It's just... Ask me about Belinda and Complices del Rescate. Like, that was my, half my childhood, you know? I'm just saying. Who's that? Exactly. Exactly, Lou. <laughs> it's a very Mex- particularly Mexican experience. Um, so, one of the main things that people are fighting against is AI and the SAG and WGA strikes, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, um, I think it was Scriptapalooza or one of the major script writing competitions that's out there decided to do during the middle of a writer's strike, a AI screenplay competition. Oh my God. No. Um, By limiting the submission to the first 25 pages, you submit your 25 pages, you get feedback generated by AI. We announce one winner. We do a professional skip covers by a human. Um, they wow. immediately like took it back like like some, that, that like, makes like, me like, think later. was it clickbait because you you know you know the temperature in the room you shouldn't why would no you? they did it they sent out the emails they invited people to to the thing and then like they got destroyed on the internet and like two days later they're like you know we're sorry about this mm-mm mm-hmm. one of the main things that just so just so we're on the same page just one of the main things that they are they, they are trying to fight against is being able to maintain AI for both WGA and SAC actors, yeah. which means they want to be able to get AI performances. They want to eliminate writers. If they can eliminate the, the, the people that, that annoy them, like the writers with AI, they'll do that. If they can eliminate the actors with AI, they will do that. Oh yeah. They just, they they just want to churn con. They just want to churn contact. They just want to run it 
like a machine. The people at the top don't love movies. They don't love TV shows. They love corporate profits. This is late stage capitalism have you, at work. Have you seen Black Mirror already? No. Okay, once you do, let's talk about episode one. Of the entire series or of the new season? Uh, of the new season. Episode one, it's called Joan. Joan is awful. Sama Hayek is in it. Spoiler. Are these, um, uh, are these, uh, is it, um, do you have? Yeah, is hello. A, yeah. Huh? Uh, do they have, um, are these self-contained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one episode, and yeah, no, it's each episode is different and unrelated to the next. Um, So you just watch Jonah's awful, and then we'll pick this back up because you're gonna have so many thoughts after that regarding what you just said right now about AI and entertainment and the WGA strike. It's so good. We've seen it coming. All right, I'll check that out. All right, yeah. All right, Uh, this was the last thing I wanted to share here. This happened in Colorado. Racist characters in go. Oh, nice. get arrested. So this was a little bit. That's nice. They actually took her away. No, they didn't take her away. They did. Oh, they so didn't. The woman was Blair Featherman. Oh, um, she got doxxed. Okay. A woman filmed berating Latino family at Colorado pool speaks out. I'm not a racist. This is just very classic, like what to do after a situation like this. Cause she was, she called them slime. She said, go back to Denver. She said, you guys are having a fucking Mexican party at the pool. Uh, the woman who launched into a racially charged tirade against a Latino family near the pool of a Colorado pilot uh, claimed the group attacked her first and they deceptively edited the video. I mean, how are you going to deceptively edit you sitting there calling people slime and trash, yeah. right? She could Blair probably Feather- they provoked her. Blair Featherman, 49. Hey, she was keeping it together for 49. I'll give her that. Uh, told the Daily Mail that she's not racist and then the clip posted to TikTok was modified to make it appear. Featherman was filmed how- calling the family trash and low class. I've been trying to stay silent and not comment about this, but there are things in the video doesn't show. I'm not a racist. I was deceptively edited and put together to tell a narrative that it isn't true. This this must this was like written by AI. Uh, footage of Featherman, blah blah blah, shows her directing verbal, blah blah blah. You have a fucking Mexican party at a pool, trash. Um, she tried to grab the phone. Yeah. She, she called them low class. Featherman told them the Daily Mall she was criticized by the group first after complaining that they were breaking the complex's rule because the residents had too many guests at the pool. Listen, brown people are going to invite a whole bunch of people to the complex pool. I'm sorry. It's just what we're going to do. We're going to fucking do it. I'm sorry. It's yeah. going it's, it's to happen. She admitted Rent she should have kept her cool rather than unleashing her tirade. If you're the person of the family that moves into a nice ass complex with a big ass pool, guess what? You're hosting Fourth of July. Uh, at some point, members of the group started calling her white B word and white, white this and white that. I was already having a bad day, but this was too much. <laughs> Damn. No criminal charges were filed. Um, you know, so this is how you apologize. I mean, that's the only line of defense that she has, you know, yeah. that and like, you know, yeah, I was provoked. It was edited. 
you could add, sprinkle in a, I mean, she looks drunk, you could sprinkle but either way, it's like, dude, how do you justify the commentary? It's on tape. You literally said, go back to Denver, you're slime. Like, it wasn't just like, keep it down, you assholes. It was like racially charged and directed. So that's, yeah, it was, that it's was hard to bit, defend. It was a bit much. Uh, give me two seconds here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. I'm trying to riff, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> what are you pulling up? No, I was just saying that we had any no namas. We do not. Oh, bummer. It's okay. We did it's... all of them last week? Damn. We did all of them. We went, need to we pimp went. it out more. I'll pimp it out. All right. Uh... This 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 was interesting. I saw this girl on on uh, on. She's been sort of blowing no, up. Ambos. Y no, 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 sé no, 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 Y de esta manera, la gente de los Estados Unidos se puede ver que no todos los latinos se ven iguales o suenan igual. Porque obviamente tengo un acento muy fuerte de mi parte de gringa. Como años de aceptar mi acento. I'm not going to change it now. The gringas latina I've ever seen. So she's been sort of she's understand. been sort of making content about uh, the fact that she's well. I mean, there's tons of Mexicans like looked at this in Mexico, right? Um, the 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 redheaded Mexicans, right? Uh, well, let's start, let's start with what is she? She's uh just like a TikTok. She's she's she does content about like she does like oh what's what it's like living with like a Latina mother. Like she did a video where the first video I saw of her is. Telling your mom that the that the salsa wasn't spicy, mm-hmm. so she's just like films herself. She's like, "Hey, mama, la, la salsa no estaba picante," and her mom screams like, "Oh, que le puse quince chiles," and you know what I mean, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but but what I mean is, I guess, like just factually, is she a Latina? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming, right? She is the redheaded Latina. Yeah, Mexican. Uh, okay, American yeah, Mexican. yeah. I'm like, there's plenty of others. Joanna Houseman. There's a lot. There's a lot of light skinned Latinas, white Latinas. I mean, I'm pretty passing, like, not that white passing, but like, you know. Um, so yeah, mm. she can make that point. That's fair. But also, she can also live in a world where she can be called a green guy's Latina. Like, it's fine. Joanna Houseman is, you know, she just makes fun of it. Like, it's, it's not. Oh, I don't. I it wasn't. It. It, I don't think it was a personal attack. And I also, she is correct. We all look different, different shapes and sizes and shades and stuff. Now, what I thought, where I thought this was going is I thought you were going to say she's actually white, but she identifies as Latina. And then I would have been like, wait, what? Whoa, layers. This is the first one that I saw. Let me play this one for you. Hold on a second. Can you? Come on, that her salsa isn't spicy enough. Mind you, she puts like 30 chili serranos or something like that. I'm feeling a little so I mean that's cringe but n- n- content not for me. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, give me another one. For? Throw me, throw me another one. Yeah. Who's this throw, for? Who's this throw for? me another one. It should be for me. Throw me another one. Let me, let me give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, his, what do you want? Hispanic smile when you're getting a haircut. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no more moms. It's something else. Do you have anything like that one with Chile? What is that? Uh, I America. eat a lot of Valentina. That's clearly Valentina. Where, where, where uh, am I? The at? top, little skull up right there. This? Okay. Don't you think that's. Yeah. Estoy loco. Estoy loco. <laughs> okay, yeah, see that? Okay, that got me. Estoy okay, loco. that's fucking me. Bro, that literally is me. <laughs> No, no, I just my brother I just, every I just, time is like, bro, like you need to stop. <laughs> like, no, it was just yeah. interesting. She just came across and I was like, okay, but I mean, and go go for good for her, but her accent would get annoying though. <laughs> a little bit. A little well, bit. A little bit I would get annoyed by her accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean she doesn't seem problematic. She seems a little pochita pochi latina, you know. It's... She's steering into what she's got going for her. She's like, you know. Yeah, I'm the, but I'm I'm gonna be the gringa. I'm gonna because I don't know if she like, like doesn't it? The, do you feel that maybe? I think what it what it what it what it yeah. What, what is your thoughts? Because I I feel like my thoughts are very simple here. And I'm gonna say this as do you a, have layered as, thoughts. I, okay. No, no, no. As a young person, I'm gonna say it as a young person. Okay. It's giving. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's giving i'm embracing my litinidad late in life because it's going to benefit me for clout mm-hmm. it feels like if that's her mom she would definitely know spanish better than that uh, i don't maybe, know because maybe, maybe. Also... i'm making a lot of assumptions here i'm making a lot of assumptions no, here, yeah but I'm you just, really are I'm trying to, so what i but i'm just giving you my 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 what i what it what i feel like originally i feel like maybe at the beginning it feels like maybe she embraced it late and she's and it feels almost a little bit like She's steering into it and she's creating a ton of content and she's sort of being like, what can I do? I want to be a content creator. I'm going to steer into this. And maybe she started speaking Spanish later in life because if she grew up with a Mexican mom like that, that seems like a very, unless she, unless she spent way too much time here. Most, most Spanish kids like that. I give it, there's still, there's kids of mixed families that don't know any Spanish. So I'll give her credit for that. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. So the reason why I disagree with that, and I don't disagree like with that like entirely, but go to every meme page that are Latino driven in Instagram, go on TikTok. There's so many like Gen Z is using whatever they have, whether it's you can dance, you can act. There's some very talented people. And then there's people with less talent that just go like comedians go go based off of their life experience. So that's why I'm like, okay, everyone's doing it. There's a guy that literally profited from making like Loteria stuff because it got popular on Instagram. He has a pocho accent as well. So it doesn't infuriate me when I hear him. But okay. we're getting now, into, we're steering now into the conversation of how Latino are you? Yeah. Her True. mom did You're sound right. pocha. She does sound pocha. She is Gen Z. It's very cringe. Not all her content is going to be good for me. The same way that a lot of my meme pages on Instagram are like, I find it cringe because I just feel like, you're very pocha and that makes me really uncomfortable. But I also went to college where I'm in a Latina sorority and not to throw anyone under the bus, but I saw a lot of very pocho kids who are very privileged be like, I'm a Latina and I'm lo que sea, Hondureña, Salvadoreña, you know, Guatemalteca, whatever. And they literally didn't know shit about their 
right. you know, culture and are growing into it. But now they're using it on their resume. Now they're using it yeah. and they're like taking pictures and yeah, with their no flag way. and shit. shit. So, shit. yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, it just, it gets dicey when it's like, how can we use it? Yeah. How can we not? Do it, Sayana. Uh, all right, let me just do I'm, this You know, shit. I'm not saying it's not cringe because obviously like her first one, was, cringe, it's cringe, very so. cringe, but I'm, I'm also like, all right, everyone's using it. Are you ready to are you ready to date a Latina? Oh, you ready to date a Latina? Part two. I hope you enjoy being on time before because you're never gonna be on time ever again. That's facts, though. At least two hours early. It takes time to look good, so you are not going to complain. You're not gonna be in the car waiting. You are going to sit patiently until we ask, do these shoes go with this shirt? We get into a fight, and you ask if I'm still mad. You either didn't apologize, or we're planning a methodical way to get back at you. If you give us pet names that we don't approve of beforehand, and I'm talking like my hot tamale, my spicy Latina. Are you ready to date it? Yeah, mid. I mean, it's really mid content. It's like some of it. I mean, it's also very heteronormative. It's very, I'm a spicy Latina stuff. So, you know, it's kind of like you, you're going into a lot of stereotypes. It's going to be a hit or miss. But all in all, I'm not mad at her. I feel like all Gen Zers are doing this, whether it's gay, straight. Like there was, oh, hot chef. Did you see Donut Daddy? Like this hot chef that's like profiting off of shirtless cooking. Right. Everyone on the yeah. internet is doing it. I'm just saying. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I gotta see what this one. Hey, I'm from my doodle. I like you, man. You lie a lot. My boyfriend. Hey, from my <laughs> I like you, man. You lie a lot. Hey, yeah, yeah. That's self awareness right there. I like self aware comedy. That's good. All right. I mean, okay. Good. Go okay. get. Anyway, I'm not hating on her. Like I said, I'm not trying to give her any any anything. I just saw her and I was like, this is an interesting content creator. What is their content? What is it for? Why are people into it? Oh, I'm gonna you know? send you because the I, the amount of times that I cringe on Instagram um, and TikTok where they just send me Latino content, but it's like cringe Latino content. Oh my god, I'm gonna send it to you yeah. every single time now because there's so much of it. Yeah, send it to me. I want to be. I, I want to be in the loop of all this bullshit. Uh, Donut Daddy is ah, young. Why did I bring up Donut Daddy? No, no. But that's the new trend. Is like hot chefs that like literally do like porn cooking. Like they're fingering fucking like. Oh. Fruit. Okay. It's have like ever, disgusting, but it's like sexual. It's have, weird. Have you ever seen the? Um, the the videos of the guy that does um arm wrestling no but he makes it all we're all on very different sides of tiktok aren't we <laughs> i i'm not even i'm not even on oh, yeah. uh yeah. i'm wrestling guy uh sexual i'm gonna put it like that no he's doing arm wrestling guy uh he's doing arm wrestling stuff mm-hmm. and but he's like being like sexy with it he's like all right now i'm gonna give you a little bit more and now you're gonna have to. All right, take it. I'll turn around there. Like, 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 like. One, he's like, he's just sitting gotcha. there, like, he's making, like, like, yeah, makes he's it making sexual. it sexual. Gotcha. He's making it sexual. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So. so anyway, that's that. You know, people, people be using their talents. I need to find a niche, whether it's cringe or not, and do it. Yeah, I think. Me too. Yeah, let's start using our niches. Damn it. <laughs> You're going to be right. Uruguayan papi, and I'm going to be... I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Look, there's a guy, and... Uh, actually, Laura told me I should do this. There's a guy um, 
on Twitch that 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 lives in Japan. He's a white guy or he's a British guy that lives in Japan. And all he does every day on Twitch, his name is Rob CD. All he does every day on Twitch is he goes uh, he goes on bike rides with like a IRL streaming kit. And he goes through Japan and he, he'll go through Tokyo and just ride his bike somewhere, go to a park, go to a monument, go to a store, go for lunch. And he's got thousands of people watching him. Yeah, and people La- are hella obsessed with Japan now. Yeah, yeah. And Laura's like, you should do that. But in Uruguay, I was like, hmm, maybe. I could be, you know, just live down there in Montevideo and just ride around. Um, dude, there's there's so many niches out there. I feel like we're just in between, like, too late for the YouTube craze and too early and too old for the next one, where we're just like, you know, we're trying to we're trying to jump in on a trend that's already passed us by in a certain sense. But I do yeah, believe that well, the platform as well, because like the short span, we're three hours in, like no one's gonna listen to this like full three hour in. I guess never mind. I did get a few people that did say they put us in the background. Yeah, yeah, and but like know. on TikTok is what I mean. Like we just watched three of her videos really quickly, gave her a view, right? So oh yeah, like definitely, definitely. Gen Z's for short us term is, memory. Or, no, what is it? Next step for us is chopping up our shows and putting stuff out there. Clips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hey, we're looking for an editor. If anybody loves us and wants to work for free, we're hiring. Or we're if free. anybody wants to be groomed into the Mi family. We'll groom you. We'll, we'll groom you good. <laughs> that would be so horrible if we found like some 19 year old editor <laughs> and they're like, Lou and Sophia, I was a fan of their show and they started making me edit videos for them. Can you imagine? I'd be so horrible. We're free. Not that it would suck. Um, no, I think I think what I think what I would like. I think my niche and and I and I have this on my calendar. I keep moving it down. It says do is just um, creating some. The niche for me is uh, my dogs, which is where I can get content from. Is just you know old dogs, new dogs, raising dogs, which I and, and facts about you know animals and stuff like that that I love, mm-hmm. and also. Um, and I've always wanted to do a sort of director's vlog. Um, but I've wanted to do that when I, when I'm like, like the minute that I start like seriously, like working every day on alien story or something like that, like I work on it periodically and I talk to people and I write and I got ideas and stuff. But the, the minute that I'm like, okay, we have this, we have that it's starting. I would, I think that's one thing I'll do is I want to do a director's vlog, which is maybe just like a minute or two a day where I just sort of, Hey, today, you know, blah 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 and then like a tip for actors or a tip for directors or something like that like and for then sell it on your only fans yeah i think that 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 where i can where i can sort of put content out there that would be relevant is uh for people that 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 are self-financing or doing indie films and mistakes that we made and stuff like that and, and tips for for shit like that so um for you I can I do know. a lot of things that I haven't done. I could have done YouTube. I could have. You're done... taking advantage of. You should have taken more advantage of your travels. Definitely. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm trying to learn to edit. I have a lot of footage that I'll put together. Like, what did I tell you? Like, I said, go to a cafe, just turn on live, and sit. I there have and plenty just, of just, that shit. Yeah. Right? Well, I just. I didn't do it. I didn't do it live. It was a very hectic travel stuff. So what I have is I have a lot of footage on my Lumix and a lot of footage on my phone that I just have to make a video and I could just voice over, do a nice vlog, put some non-copyright music. When am I going to do it? I don't fucking know. I mean, Kurt will probably find something for you musically. You know? So, I mean, the to. music isn't what, what's bothering me because I, I could just put co- non-copyright music on YouTube. Like they have a bunch of shit. It doesn't matter. It's the editing part. It's the sitting down, splicing it together, editing. All of that. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On that note, though, 
Uh, Why are you so quiet? You're taking long pauses. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just tired. All right. <laughs> anyway, we may or may not start creating more content. I'll definitely. Uh, I did. I did do a good job of putting out that clip today of the of the thing. So, yes, which I will reshare and repost and pimp out. Let me see. Yeah, just a reminder though, support us. We are only two creators and we are not sponsored, nor do we work for money. This is all for free. So love us. Give us a like, give us a comment, support us, share. Everything goes a long way. I was right in front of this very theater where these photos are. And she's like, how close are you and your sister? And I was like, really close. My sister's my best friend. And she was like, um, I wasn't going to come today. I was too busy. And I really, really, and something told me I should show up. Mm -hmm. And um, I haven't spoken to my sister in eight years. And after seeing your film, I'm going to call her on my ride home. Oh. And I was like... Yeah, wow. you should call her you should call your sister and she was like I will I will I knew I had to come to the screening today and I think I think I need to call her and I remember Rachel Rachel my numero uno I love this girl my producer light of my life um I turned to her and I just almost started bawling and I was like oh this is why you make movies Mm -hmm. To me, I'm, I, you know, it's just like a fun, cute film for me, but to her, it meant something. It was like, a, you know what I mean? And just kind of like that, a core memory was made that night um, in such an intense way, because I think she saw herself in those relationships. She was Latina. Um, yeah. But how long is the video? It's, it's mm -hmm. almost, almost. And like, yeah, oh, I thought you were going to get so in there. I was like, that would have been her to tell me that there. Yeah, I, I, I bawled. I was like, Rachel, did you hear what she said to me? And oh. she was like, Annabelle. <laughs> and she was like, yes, Annabelle, was very cute. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> Girl, that was you realizing. <laughs> hey, that's me. That's you realizing <laughs> that you had an effect on people. Like, that movie was in... You look way less pale now. You were, you've tanned a lot since this show. Dude, look at my... I'm I'm actually, like, me estoy descarapelando aquí. Impactful. Oh my gosh. I also texted my sister and my sister and I are, we're close, but we also have a very complicated relationship. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sitting next to Maribel, um, another actress, and she's been on the podcast as well. And that was one of the biggest things that it caused between us was we, we talked about our sisters and like opened up about the, our relationship with our siblings and cried. <laughs> and <gasps> you did that. You did that. That was, Girl. I don't think you know how impactful this movie is, especially to like sisters. And yeah. Yeah. That's why I said it at the screening and I'll, I'll say it every time I ever talk about filmmaking ever. Um, everything I make and write is to protect my younger self. There are versions of me yeah, that needed protection and needed um, versions of herself to look up to. What's up? I really do like orange in comparison, right? Like, yeah, since no, I'm like next. No, absolutely. You definitely look. You definitely look like mad pale right there. It's your summer glow. Summer baby, summer glow. Summer oh, I'm gonna glow. be so much browner after Sunday. I'm gonna be in the sun all day. Well, all right. Well, anyway, we somehow just talking about a couple of things uh, done fucking 18 hours. That's how we started this podcast is because you and I would hang out regardless because we're friends in real life. And we would mm. just have these long ass hangs where we would just talk about life. Mm. And then we we're like, we should. 
Yeah, you were drinking. Put a camera in front of us. A couple of beers, a couple of blunts. Me, you more beers than me blunts, and then yeah. and then we would fucking just talk about all these things. And you know, I was like, hey, we should do something. Yeah. We should do a niche show. Oh god. And three and three hours and sixteen minutes later, and here we are, sir. And that's not the sad part. The sad part is that we're going to talk for like 10 minutes after. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We're still going to debrief after this and kick it for another hour. (laughs) You just can't get enough. Just a a Zoom hang right after this. Uh, that's how it happened in 2020. We had like a three hour Zoom hang or four hours. That's right. No. What happened? Then I started having you on for gay issues on on Fireside Chat. I was the correspondent, yes, and then and then yeah, we were like, like we, man, should we, talk. we should. And then you you were like the, you you were on like three three times, and then I was like, let's let's do something. Then we I still have the two pages full of fucking names where we we, we All the had names. a we had a homework of each to come up with like twenty different podcasts. And the show it was. And and uh, I just recently renewed Podbean, so we are at our one year. We are basically at the at a, at a one year of the show having its own page. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Oh God damn it, that's been fun. All right, guys, everybody have a good night. Thank you for watching, listening. I, I might clip this back part because there was a bunch of funny stuff. Maybe release that yeah. part. Yeah, it was all actually right. really good. Love you guys. Uh, love you guys. Let me find the goodbye thing. Boo boo boo. Bye bye. bye you have bye, a goodbye bye. thing? No, no. Hasta I just have that. The outro. Peace out. Vamos, papá, hay que irnos. Me estoy aguantando desde que pusieron el domo. Por eso es peor. Muchas personas trabajaron en esta película y solo quieren que se aprenda sus nombres de memoria. Y yo quiero asegurarme de que ninguna de m